1: Call you done, and not to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll
2: in a world where
3: Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers
2: Podcast. Wow! Wow!
4: What's the deal, Panther fans? It's the C3 Panthers Podcast, brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com, where every Tuesday night, we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. My name's Tony Dunn. I'm here with my co-host, Cody Lashney, my wheel man. What's up, my friend? Tony Dunn, I'm doing good,
1: man. Panther football is oozing closer to us.
4: We have a preseason
1: game with the Bills coming up. But listen, man, we always have a ton to get into. Matt Corral has been placed on IR. We finally got the starting quarterback that we all knew who it was going to be. And we even know the starting formation of the offensive line, which we also knew what it was going to be. But listen, you already know that there's nowhere I'd rather be on a Tuesday night than hear what my boys rapping, talking, about some Panther football. And you already know we have the best Panther fans in all of YouTube. You already know them and love them. It's our guy Drew. Algernon Ramster. ATX-19. Mon, Craig Cartner. Dan Floyd. Jay Prey. JD-86. Joe Realano in the building. What's up, Joey? Joey the Blind Panther. Esquivel. John Cole Barrera. Lynn Leonhart. We see you panther pickle and panthers buzz fsu 23 tony Dunn and nothing to it but do it brother let's roll
4: tonight's show baker mayfield is officially qb number one uh we'll be talking about the announcement that was the uh, most unbreaking news in the history of news um as well as um kind of some other things when it comes to worries and concerns about terrace marshall jr um, Christian McCaffrey addressing the media, having a players-only meeting. I saw that already. Somebody said, good Lord, we're already at that point. Um, we got, we had, we just met on Friday and hung out and watched the second preseason game. It was not uh, the best watch. Like you mentioned, Matt Corral, uh, there were some question marks on the offensive line. But we didn't see a lot of the starters. And Shaq Thompson was activated from the pup list. So we got... We got cool news coming out. We got to talk about Sam Darnold, all of these press conferences, and we're going to do it with you guys. The number's 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button, subscribe, and now we got the new feature where you can show your appreciation, your loyalty uh, by hitting the join button and becoming a C3 super fan. And there's ways to other ways to donate. Uh, you can check PayPal cash app or go to carolina even buy a cool t-shirt like the one i'm wearing put it in the bank we got to bring that lombardi here one day but the super fan that's our new thing uh it's a small small way to show and look you see the people in the chat room who got the green tag they got special emojis we're going to continue to build that out we're going to build it out with the voice that makes some voice in the house ck how you doing oh you know living the dream, and
5: we are just a few short weeks away from real substantial, substantive, substantive, substantive you know Some what I'm trying to saying? Do. Yeah, no. Substantive football. Panthers football is right around the corner, and my wife is the best. She's bringing me literally McDonald's right now to eat
4: on stream. So that's cool. Thanks, babe. Oh, that was not a paid advertisement. Actually, it was paid. CK paid for it. Yeah. He paid for it. He actually paid. That was, for a, it. That was a complete surprise. They like I wasn't expecting this. Vice versa. They need to pay us, but we're paying them. Right. Um, Greg, the bat daddy, the stat daddy. I'm going to have to call you the editorial daddy, the video daddy. Uh, man, you've been working hard in the lab uh oh and i wanted to i watched she hulk i think i liked it more than other people did um i was into it and uh that's all i have to say
6: she hulk was an amazing show the acting the story it was great uh the cgi is terrible i stand by that one is that what it is Is yeah yeah, but beyond that okay beyond that i loved everything else about the show man CK, you you nailed it right on the head, buddy. It it is so close and I feel so good. Like I was looking at a jersey the day and I think I decided I'm going to get a chin jersey. Like I was set on it. I found where I'm going to buy it. I just hadn't pulled the trigger quite yet. I was ready. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm having doubts, not in chin, but maybe I want a different jersey. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure.
4: Yeah, well, we're going to be talking about how you want that Baker Mayfield. That's what I'm saying. Baker Bottom. I want to buy a Baker Baker Mayfield jersey now. You know what's it going to take to get Cody Lashney to be a Baker Bottom? We'll see. One top, baby. Five wins, four and four and Uh, and one. Is that he's going to be? I said ten. He said, Do you remember when we first asked this question? My man came out and said forty-five touchdowns. I spit my drink <laughs> yeah. out. Hey. Ooh, like Tom boy. Brady, Peyton Manning numbers. Oh gosh. Oh, speaking of Tom Brady has been missing in action and then coming back, and now there's continued speculation. He came out and said he's not the mass singer, which totally means he's the mass singer. I don't know. Tom Brady, that's some it's getting bizarre down in Tampa Bay. Uh, C- can you imagine if you're Tom Brady, though, and you really aren't the Mass
6: Singer, how crazy your life must be to be like, nobody believes me, and I can't believe, oh, I believe you. Oh, I know. And what
4: about the people that are on the Mass Singer, that get and they just guessing the <laughs> whole time? Tom Brady. They're like, nope. Right. Tom <laughs> right. Brady. Nope. Uh, so you get that. And uh, the other thing, too, we got to talk about this later, is did the Carolina Panthers draft uh, the rookie quarterback with the biggest feet, but the worst one of the bunch? as uh well look it's like hey we I better be thing.
1: prepared for me tonight well,
4: don't, look, don't forget you love malik willis and malik willis has been showing Looking off good. why you like why people liked him uh desmond ritter out there doing things i tell you this i was watching the highlights to the atlanta falcons game they might not be as bad as we thought and i don't know is that mariota was like slinging he looked good i don't know yeah. i hope he's not finding a renaissance right now it's but sam Darnold did last year too this about this time mm, not in the i don't yeah good point point. So. and it's just preseason we got to see it we got to see it to believe it look the number is 252-228-5098 that's 252-228-5098 you can find the podcast on itunes TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast like i said a new feature right now and we're not. I don't want to over pump it, but we do want to encourage you guys. Is like this is a small way. The way I think about it is this is, look. I know that everybody is strapped with cash and things. As I went and bought, I had to go like. I told my daughter, she was like, "I need a new lunchbox." I was like, "Can we please wait till payday?" She's like, "I was like, all right, we'll go get it." But you know what I'm saying? Like, is that not that it was that much? It's just I spent. I you spend money. Everybody's spending money like crazy. So I know sometimes it's hard to give large chunks of money out, right? If or donations of fifty hundred dollars, that's tough on people. But what we can do is band together and do a small, like two dollars, a dollar ninety nine a month, and we only get 70% of it, so it's not like we even get the whole thing. But look, is that instead of one person giving a hundred, let's get fifty people to give two, you know? And, and by uh, the way, all the way custom
1: emojis that we have we're going to be adding a lot more right now. There's only four, but we're even down to take suggestions. I mean, listen, this is the podcast for Panther fans by Panther fans. If there's a certain emoji or something that you would like that helps you represent your fandom or show off your C3 fandom or what have you, man, you can always let us know. And we will make that happen, man for the fans by the fans. That's what we do. And speaking of that, our newest member just don't care. Just don't he, care.
4: Well, we now care. We care about you. You might not right. care, but we care.
1: How about this? He cares enough to become a member, so we care about, men, about him. Shout out to you, man. And
4: here's a cool feature. Like you were saying, the more members there are, the more emojis they allow you to get. Right. So, like, we were limited to four, five emojis. To custom emojis bef- with two member, like you like your mm-hmm. first two members, you get that. But the more members we add, the more the program can expand. And I know it's a hey. small thing; it might not. It's like, and I just want to remind everybody too: if you don't join, don't worry; you're not going to be excluded from anything. Where you know, it's like, is this is not like a hey? It's like we're we're happy to have you. The li- like, like Dog said, the like button is free. It's
5: free as heck, but because somebody hit that join button just now, well, yeah, I have you to do, do one thing and I have to shout out the one, the only, just don't care. You have just become one of the elite C three super fans. You've hit that join button for a dollar 99. You have joined this club of fans that are just helping build this, this show up, this podcast up this group of people just talking about the Carolina Panthers. And for that, we salute you.
4: Welcome to the Superfans. Keep Ooh. pounding. All right, bring us into the show, Cody.
1: Yeah, look, so look, there's nothing to it but to do it. So let's just roll. Baker Mayfield has officially been named the starting quarterback at the Carolina Panthers. Now, literally, this is a surprise to absolutely no one in the world. No one. Everybody no knew, one. The least Everybody knew ever. that Baker Mayfield was going to be the starting quarterback. But my question to you boys is what was it that took Matt Rule so long? Is it just because Baker didn't have the pedigree, it didn't have the continuous winning seasons, that he wasn't just gifted this job? Was he being nice to Sam Darnold, the guy that they traded for last year? What do we make of this? I, I, th-
6: I think that one possibility is that Matt rule really thinks that we don't see through him or see through what he's saying. It kind of thinks maybe we're stupid, not saying he's saying we're all dumb, but maybe he just truly believes that what he's been saying is like, well, people believe that we're having a competition and that I don't know who's going to be the starter. And then I can just all of a sudden, Tony raised the best point the other day about it uh, on, on, on the, the broadcast you did was like, what have you done?
4: Like right? what changed like, well, since Friday? Yeah. So, nothing changed. It was already yeah. made up. And this yeah. is, it was all, look, I put up a story on CarolinaCatChronicles.com where I occasionally write a little bit just for fun. And it was the farcical, it was, and I forget the title, it was like this farcical quarterback competition. It was all a dog and pony show at this. At, at this. And what I think the reason being is this, is I want I think Matt Rule and the organization did not want to overshow their desperation. Like I think they're trying to show that like it's like, oh, we're program oriented, we're building oriented, we're process oriented, we're this, we do all these things the right way when they just knee-jerk on everything, they kick Teddy to the side, then they go chase after Sam, uh Matt Stafford. They don't get Matt Stafford, then they go chase after, then they go and get Sam Darnold, it doesn't work. Then go get Cam Newton. They damn try to get Deshaun Watson. That doesn't work. They go get Baker, man. It's like this wow. is that we all knew Baker. Here's the thing is I don't care what kind of competition it was is this is that if Sam Darnold walked out there and started this year from the day one, they would have to win every game for Matt rule. Like how, would how can Matt rule back that horse? All right.
5: I have a contrary Opinion, because you guys are coming from a ruse, uh, 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 I guess, a a thought that Matt Rule was competent in this entire process, right? And what I, I mean by that is that he knew who he was going with. I said when we traded for Baker, I said I was afraid when Matt Rule said there was a competition that he honestly meant it. Okay. And I think that that's what this was. I think that Baker Mayfield earned the job in the eyes of Matt Rule, and and potentially like just the eyes of the general public. everybody. How about
4: all of us?
5: (laughs) Right. And even, even if Matt rule wasn't ready to make that decision, it was, it's going to be impossible. If you came out and named Sam Darnold, the starter, you would have had a literal riot from Carolina Panthers fans. Right. Like you would have had a riot from people. People knew what was coming, but even if there was a real competition, that's what my biggest fear was. And I, I, we, we had kind of dated I talked about the fact that it would hinder Matt Corral. It would make make it to where Baker Mayfield couldn't get the valuable reps with the, the ones that he needs when he's splitting reps between ones and twos um, instead of being able to build that chemistry with a, a true offensive line, a true wide receiving core, and his running back, right? When you don't have that, I think that can be pretty impactful. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that, uh, that it was a real competition. Matt Rule was just forced to make that decision based on not only what he sees on the field, but just the fact that public opinion is important when it comes to football and fandom.
4: And it's important to them. They listen. They listen far more than they like to admit. And far Mm -hmm. more than maybe like Ron Rivera did or anything like that is they, every time it's like, oh, I've I've highlighted how they react to fan reactions a lot. I don't know. Was it a real competition? How about this is... You know who turned out to think it was a real competition? Sam Darnold. Mm. Sam you- Darnold. Uh, now, look, is I want to, I, I do want to handle this. Is I think that uh, I want to give Matt Rule some credit for this. Is that when he made that he was asked in the interview, uh, like after practice on Monday, why they named him and stuff like that, and they talked about them. I thought he was caring about the people involved. I think that he was pretty genuine and authentic. You know, it's like, you know, it sounded like he handled it pretty well. He wasn't like throwing Sam Darnold under the bus. He was saying good things about everybody involved. I thought he handled It's probably one of the better things he's handled, honestly, in how, it, except for this weird moment where he's like, he started the press. Like, it's like, wow, what about this grass? <laughs> this is like how he so he walks up to do this interview and he's like, whoa, this grass is really nice. I was like, dude, don't you practice on it? Like, I mean, you've been there for like hours. Like, in this I know. <laughs> and then he's like, wish my grass looked like this. And then he's like, by the way, Sam Darnold, you suck. No, he just said, but it was just like he was so happy. And then it was like then he started talking about something serious. But I thought he handled it fine. Baker Mayfield, he said, well, "How did they receive the news? Upmost professionals." He was so congratulatory of the people, and and I tell you this: is any of the people that talk shit about Baker right now? I, it's it's to me, it's like one of the, it's like the Cam Newton thing. Mm-hmm. Remember how people just talk shit about Cam Newton, and it's like the data doesn't match. Like the shit talk is like right. right now. Baker has done nothing but say everything right since he's been here. Right. Every single thing, like you can't like he's been. So like team for like, everything, humble, but confident, you know, like all the right things. And then, so they went to that and then Sam Darnold, they give Sam Darnold the mic. And I got a big problem with this guys. I don't know why, mm. why, 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 why did they make Sam Darnold have a press conference? And not because I think – I thought he did. I thought he was admirable. At one point, I thought he was going to cry at one point. And you know what? I wouldn't even been upset. Like, he was sniffling. Why were both of them sniffling the whole time? I don't know. Maybe they're sick. <laughs> but, like, I mean, he he handled it right. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. He was the utmost professional. But why did the Panthers make him do this? Mm. I I, mean, it's, it's almost like whenever he,
6: sports teams that lose the Super Bowl and they interview the losing team like why
4: but the you, panthers you, control panthers media gets to control who goes and has these press conferences there's nothing obligatory about it like if so like why we're not hearing from Shaq or you know what I mean like there's all these they can promote guys to have these moments or protect them from having those moments the panthers i feel like took advantage of this media moment that's what i think it is is them using this because like we're irrelevant. And so this, this is what has made the Panthers relevant for the last two months is this competition. And I feel sorry. I felt like, and if I'm, I don't know why he did it. I would have said, nah, I'm good. I'm ready to be the backup. I don't want the mic. I mean, I'm just ready. Give me my helmet.
6: Well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think they gave him a choice? Because it's almost like a, well, maybe it's more embarrassing if you just
4: don't let him at least if he wants to do it. Well, I you think know? he could have just had one of those normal off after practices. They're going to ask him about it after practice next week or okay. today. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's not like seven minutes of questions. I'll, I'll tell you, though, he may have been at moments felt like
6: he was going to cry or looking like he was going to cry. And I can understand that, but I guarantee in the back of his mind, he was just like every time he's about to cry, I was like 19 million. 19 million. I know. I know. Million. I try not to feel too bad. Not going to get oh. injured. 19 million. Not going to get injured. <laughs> $19 million.
1: Um, Yeah, he, one of the co- he has one of the coziest jobs <laughs> in Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, I mean, seriously, yeah. pay, getting paid that much money to sit on the sidelines and watch. It's like, look, man, at a certain point, I know it seems like we're just picking on this guy yeah. and, and Matt Rule and guys that we're not necessarily you know big fans of. But I don't know. I, when you're a Panther fan and you've come off of Cam Newton and Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold had never proven anything, and we give up a, what, a second? uh, I don't even remember on the hall. What, a a second round pick, a a fourth round pick? We gave up a lot for Sam Darnold, okay? Too much for Sam Darnold. So I understand how it might seem a little bit mean, but people have been saying this, and I think we should echo it. Sam Darnold has been here, what, two years now? Baker Mayfield has been here, what? Two months? Not even. Yeah.
7: uh, yeah, Yeah, Basically, it's two months.
1: By all reports, there was never a competition. There was never a competition between these two guys. It was Baker Mayfield running away between the two of them. So, I, you know, I I, I really don't feel too bad for Sam. Uh, And especially, listen, how about this? I know people get mad when I shit on Baker, but Baker's an injury-prone quarterback, too. He's been injured a lot. So there's no guarantee that Sam Donald isn't going to see the I field. I think last
4: year was his mean? only real year. I think that was. I think that's over. Before we go into that, we've got to give some shout-outs. CK, can you give our newest member, Supreme Leader, his dues? One man decided to join another
5: member has decided to join the C3 Panthers super club. Super fan club, I should say. And that is the one, the only, Supreme Leader. Welcome to the Super Fan Club.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. And then shout out to our guy, uh, Macintosh.
4: Macintosh.
1: Macintosh. For the $5. And all he says is, I saw a
4: Or Mac Ken Is that from the V? Blank Check.
6: You remember that movie? Oh, wh- no. to She. Yeah.
1: Uh... Oh uh, yeah, when you renamed it, uh, it, it and he
6: named it, uh, that was Macintosh. Yeah, that was his last yeah, name, right? He, yeah, he was yeah, looking
4: yeah, at the computer. Yeah. yeah, okay. Maybe I don't All know. Right. Maybe I'm just pulling some old stuff out. Okay, right on. <laughs> Five dollars super chat, man. We appreciate it. And you know how you like the real zero chill says you can just like and subscribe. We've been growing incredibly. Two hundred and two people watching the stream right now. We appreciate it. Um, I don't think it was a cut. Competition actually, the one thing, all right. So, I really, I mean, I would say I felt bad for Sam Darnold, um, uh, maybe a little bit, but it, right, like you said, 18, 19 million dollars, you can only feel so bad. Um, what I thought two things that stuck out to me about it were three. First, I want to give him credit is like he went up there and manned up and took the questions and said he's gonna get behind Baker and have him fit, you know, um, and he didn't just lay down. He didn't go hide. So maybe maybe he was... I don't think he really asked to do this. I can't believe that. But maybe he did. The other two things, though, that stuck out to me, I won't say are negative, but maybe a little bit. One, I think he really thought it was a competition. Like, he was ultimately disappointed. And I hope he would be disappointed. You know what I mean? If you're really trying for something, it would be weird if you weren't disappointed. But... It was almost like none of us thought that he really had a chance, but he did. Well, I mean, you got to
5: keep in mind, too. I'm pretty sure like we talked about and you'd put a tweet up about how he was really respect. Like he really respected the fact that Matt Rule was just honest with him about the reasons why or whatever. Like the reality of it is. Is like I think they have just been leading him on this entire time because right they weren't like you have, honest. <laughs> you have David Tepper before they got Baker Mayfield saying telling everybody we have a really good quarterback in Sam Darnold. Uh, laughable, right? Yeah. Uh, we have Matt Rule talking about Sam Darnold looked good during OTAs, like just a bunch of blood. Like blo- and again, this is awesome. What are they supposed to say? Right? Exa- okay, but. I mean, it's okay for them to not build the dude up, right? I mean, like, the dude was being built up so much this offseason, and I know that's about confidence, but the dude, if you're talking about confidence, he came into the draft a number three pick in the overall number, like, in, in the draft, right? That should be a confidence booster. You're like, you were sought after, so you don't need to be built up anymore, right? And he still failed, and again, I don't care about circumstances. The best quarterbacks find a way to overcome And unfortunately, Sam Donald hasn't. Um, And I don't, like I said, I I 100% appreciate what he said during his presser because he was like, he was the, he was very professional and he was honest in a lot of ways with how he felt about it. And I think, like, a guy like that, you want him to succeed, but like at the end of the day, he might be better sit holding that clipboard, you know.
4: Or well, maybe even for a little while. And the last thing that stuck out to me is this: is that he said, "When you come into camp and compete, when you do these things and you compete, he's never had to compete, though." Right. I mean that. Like you really have to think about this: is the guy was a tight end in high school and got recruited to be a quarterback? Like, right? You know, like they just like and and maybe he's been the best. Maybe he's got the football build, but it's not like he beat out dudes. In fact, Baker's had to compete his life in college and some different things. So, like, I had to try to remember this is like, maybe this is his first. I won't say first taste of disappointment because New York probably was a big dose of disappointment, stew, especially when you get traded so quickly and it was just terrible. But. I don't know if he's necessarily... This is like one of those things when you're always the top pick on a team. Like what happens when you're really not the top pick? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I also want to add to this too. At one point last season, Matt Rule and Phil Snow, when they were talking about why they decided to trade for Sam Darnold instead of drafting a Justin Fields or a Matt Jones or whatever, they said that they saw Matthew Stafford and Sam Darnold. That's
4: right. But that they was Phil Snow. Time. Remember
1: remember that great, uh, was it you that
4: said that they were just like in a meeting afterwards and was like, Phil Snow was like, I can kind of see a little Matt Stafford in him. And they were like, you're right. Oh, let's trade
1: for right. Yeah, they thought that they made the genius mastermind move. And listen, a part of me says that this is ego a little bit. The whole quarterback competition and the fact that they brought him in, if there is any chance in hell, that they were right about their initial evaluation of Sam Darnold. They were going to give Sam an opportunity to show it. And I think that he didn't, which is obvious to everyone. And we all kind of knew that this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, like Sam is going to be the most expensive backup in the NFL. Uh, And it pretty much is what it is. Greg had something he wanted to share. But before we do, CK, we've got a new member, brother. And it's not just any member. It's our girl, Legacy Lines. Yeah.
5: Legacy Lines has decided to join the C3 Superfans. She said, here, take a $1.99. I'd like to be a part of this exclusive club of Panthers fans who enjoy the content that C3 puts out. And for that, I say welcome to the club.
1: Welcome to the club. Happy to have you, Greg. Uh, you wanted to share something? Then we're gonna yeah, just, some, uh, Baker clips.
6: yeah, just real quick, I wanted to point out the I saw a few people ask in the chat room what we thought the record was going to be this year. And I did want to say that before, when we traded for Baker, we all took our votes down with a record B. Me and Cody were 11 and 6, CK was 10 and 7, and uh, Tony was Is that
1: really 11 eight, and 6?
6: Yep, and Tony was 8 and 9. However, all four of us said that Sam Darnold would start week one.
1: But was I, this all before four, Baker? All four I didn't I
6: wrote, say wrote that. it down. This this was when we signed Baker Mayfield. Might we need all, to redo
1: our, our eleven
6: and six, me and, and Cody, eight and nine for Tony, and ten and seven for CK. And we all said, they're "I couldn't believe it." Like I couldn't believe that I said that Darnold was going to start Week One. To be truly honest with you, yeah, but it had to have changed. been before we traded for Baker, though,
1: right?
6: No, because I wouldn't have written written down that Sam Darnold starts week one. Well, actually, it may have been before Baker. It was Matt Corral. It was the Matt Corral thing. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, that that was, was yeah.
4: before Baker. Hmm. And yeah, how way, about I this? Say, is I was, they're at, they're I was as high as eight and nine still.
6: Eight and nine, mm. yeah, I guess with Corral, thinking that. 11 and six, because I yeah. predicted the Panthers were going to win like the last like six games oh, after I their I we we We're
1: uh, going to have to redo those before the stuff Yeah, yeah, we're going to
6: do that next week because I think we
5: have Matt, or uh, we have, uh, now that we know that uh, it's going to be Baker yeah, we Mayfield, don't. we have a little bit more of a clear view of what our team is going to look like. And quite honestly, I think we see. Our our, our wide outs are maybe a little more uh, solid than just the initial three that we thought that were going to be the best, which was DJ Moore, uh, Robbie Anderson, and Terrace Marshall Jr. Chai Smith is coming out, which we have a lot of talk. I think we can, you know. And Terrace Marshall Jr. is not.
4: He's coming out in a red jersey. All right, let's get to some Baker Mayfield clips real quick.
1: Yeah, let's do it. So um, the first clip, uh, this is going to be Baker Mayfield was the first question he was asked uh, about winning the starting job. And this was his first response.
7: You had a busy day today.
8: Walk us through finding out that you were the starter and um, just going to practice. You had a conversation
9: with Sam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously Sam and I knew this day was going to eventually come. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we weren't counting. You we know, didn't know when it was going to happen or anything like Love. that I just like this morning. Uh, was made aware that I was going to be starting and uh, saw Sam shortly after and he made it very clear that anything I needed in support or uh, in, in terms of that aspect, he was going to be there. And that just, <clears throat> that just shows what kind of team guy he is. Um, honestly, just an unfortunate circumstance that we're both here in the same year fighting for a job, but, um, uh, that's the kind of guy he is. He said, whatever you need in support, he's just trying to win games, and that's the mentality we've had the whole time. So I truly really appreciate that, and he's a, he's a great guy.
1: So kind of, you know, uh, you know, a uh, normal type of answer, but he did say we both knew this day would come. Now, I took this to mean we both knew there was going to be a day when they would call a starter. Yeah, But I also feel like some people kind of took this as, both me and Sam knew that there was going to be the day when I was named the starter. So, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. And by the way, Tony, let me let me address what you're showing right now. So, I'm going to put that up. Go down a little bit.
4: That's on my phone.
1: Yeah, well, the, I don't know. So, a lot of people are having this problem. Uh, even my mom had this problem, too. Like, sometimes on your phone, the join button doesn't show up. Especially if you're on, uh, like an iPhone. So what oh, you got to do is, yeah, So you got so you got to open up the uh, that YouTube. Uh, go to our channel and like uh, Google Chrome, but go to the HTML version. So get rid of the little m dot YouTube that gets rid of the mobile version of the internet, and it just goes to the main. To the main thing, and then you'll Android be able and you'll be able to see the join button.
4: You just uh, go yeah, Android, it's an and be yeah. Ruler. It's an easier answer. <laughs> just yeah. hit that join, hit that join. Right. Um, yeah. Look, Baker said all the right things. Well, yeah. You know? All right, let's so, go.
1: Yeah, this is Baker Mayfield uh about leadership. Did he kind of um, suppress some of that leadership? Um Basically until he was named the starter. This and was again a great sorry
4: question. If, this was yeah, a great was, question and yeah. a good answer too. And,
1: uh, D- Dave Newton. Shout out Dave Newton.
4: Oh, I got it. Everybody's been hating on me still good.
1: Are there and again sorry it's low. I can't really do anything about things
2: that you've sort of helped Blame the Panthers personality standpoint.
1: Maybe oh, that's not
4: that's not David.
2: You weren't the guy yet that now you might feel more comfortable. Oh, I
9: thought that was the
1: right now. person.
9: Uh, yes and no. Like off the field was still having fun front of the guys, messing with people. Um, but when it came to on the field, you know, at Wofford, I kind of mentioned it, had to learn to do my job first and foremost, learn that offense. Uh, and obviously there's still room to grow, but uh, continue to do that before you can really go out there and enjoy it. And, you know, <laughs> when things aren't moving a thousand miles an hour, it's, it's a lot more fun. So I was just trying to handle uh, – you know the hard part of getting everything down first before uh, letting, you know, the personality and stuff come out. But you know the passion is going to come out regardless. Uh, on the field, we're competing, and it's, I love playing this game of football. Um, I, I truly enjoy it, and so that that side of me is always going to come out. Can
4: so Joe, say, Person. Uh, not David, Joe uh, Person. Uh, I don't
1: even think it was Joe Person. It sounded like Joe Person. I don't know. I probably don't. I probably don't know anything
6: can i just say dude feels genuine like the reason why i was like i love jeremy chin i probably still want to buy a jeremy chin jersey but after i saw this interview i was like he's a starter and he sounds pretty good i, I li- like listening to him the answers are nice and quick and they become they, they are like it's not he's just he seems smart he's very charismatic yeah. guy like i could see this guy as my starting quarterback there's more questions later that that make me want yeah to buy the jersey. so this
1: is the this but did you have something you wanted to say? I just like
4: I the, the, the yes, yes and no is, real, you know, like, it's like, yes, like, and no. I mean, I think he's honest. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. you can't hide who you are. But at the same time, like, you don't want to come in and be like, he didn't come here like, this is my team. Get out the way. like, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, he's mm-hmm. actually not been any of the things that people say he is. How about this is, oh, the one other thing I want to highlight before you go on is, so what did the people that the Browns don't like him? All right. So I guess there is the play like, all right. So people say he's just not enough to get you over the hump. That's one thing. Right. Uh, you could say too inconsistent. Some people would say, uh, but then there was the smear campaign by the Browns on the way out the door that he wasn't a good leader that he, you know, was in, they needed a, a more mature quarterback. So then they went and got a dude that sexually assaults people or, Harasses people instead and more mature, but then Christian McCaffrey came out today and said, "Oh, Baker Mayfield is where he's so smart, so smart." uh Which he does sound; he's excellently spoken. So I would—I mean, I don't—I don't doubt that one bit. But he's like he's in here at five a.m. I want to know how the fuck you know that, Christian McCaffrey. You know you ain't in there at five a.m. You still with Olivia? At 5 a.m. There ain't right. no way. And really, come on, just, just does be there early. Too. Yes. Oh, hell um, yeah. I would never to work ever again. I'd be like, guaranteed money. Have you said, man? Uh well, so she she, need... she
1: might be there because of the guaranteed money. Oh
4: god. Well, no, nah, she makes more money than he does, I bet.
1: No, you think
4: promise. what, is she, what does she do?
1: But she's not she like
4: just takes gorgeous of pictures things. of herself and does sponsorships, dude. She yeah, probably makes like a hundred thousand dollars a post, but You're like probably not uh, wrong. Yeah, all I know is I don't use Instagram a lot, so that the problem is this is like because I'm a Twitter person, and so I'm trying to get on these other social. Like I'm trying to diversify at least just for the podcast. But I totally followed Olivia and I liked her like a couple. Well, all of her photos that every <laughs> but they totally put like my Instagram is like Olivia Copa every time. It's just a, and I'm like I can't help it, and she's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Good God. but um, uh, five a.m. work ethic, but that doesn't sound like. I mean, that's what else? What else you got? Need the guy to do? Uh, you know what we need him to do is go out there and not throw picks.
5: Honestly, yeah. at this point in time, we would set. We would. We would be all right with
4: that. <laughs> yeah, man. So, it's like touchdowns.
1: So let's picks. move on because these next few things are kind of related. Uh, and actually, no. Before we go on, we've got some new members. We gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta get through them real quick, man. Levi Warren, talk to him, Codism.
5: Levi Warren, you have decided, along with many other C three Fateful, to join the squad of C three Superfans, and for that, all four of us here on the panel, thank you, and just want to
4: say, welcome you to also the club. You got to welcome yourself to the club. I was no, about to say you get were you testing it on the iPhone? Is that yeah, what well, you want no, to? I
5: was testing it a couple of things. I wanted to test the gifting feature as well. Um okay. right. and so if you guys didn't know you can, uh, no worries hemlock Um so down at the bottom, if you're on desktop, the little money symbol, you can click that where you can either do super sticker, super chat and then membership gifting now. Um so, you oh, might, cool. if you're in the chat interested in getting gifted, um, you may have to turn it on on our main channel. That's what I had to do. I had to go look and see. Um, so, you may have to Google how to turn on gift, like how to get receive gifts if you get them. So, something to look into. But yeah, welcome uh, to the club, everybody.
1: Is someone gift uh, Lynn Leonhardt. She had to do her Android, uh, she had to do her Android, and it was Legacy Lens. Get her oh, yeah. Lynn Leonhardt one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to the next topic, sir. Um,
1: yeah, uh, okay. Uh, I had one more baker clip. So we can get to it later. Um, so, yeah, let's th- let's talk about this. And we haven't this really is talked- crazy.
4: I can't. I, this is yeah. Uh, and out.
1: listen, so this is the part where I start to go off because this is everything that you need to know to know that the that the supposed competition here in Carolina. It was just words. It was all BS straight from the jump. Matt Rule says the starting offensive lineup is going to be Icky and Corner, left tackle, Brady Christensen, left guard, Bradley Bozeman, center, Austin Corbett, right guard, Taylor Moten, right tackle. Now, you might be saying, well, wait a minute. Isn't this something similar to the line that we've all been wanting? And yes, as a matter of fact, it's damn near identical. Why was there ever a competition? I mean, Pat Elflin has taken more snaps at center than Bradley Bozeman. And yet Matt Rule is comfortable saying Bradley Bozeman's a starter. So then why were you giving Pat Elflin all those reps at center? Now, some people are saying maybe they wanted Bradley Bozeman and Baker Mayfield to be on the same page because sometimes Baker went with the twos. I don't know if that's believable to me, but then on top of that, and I want someone, literally anyone, to tell me what Brady Christensen has done to lose the left tackle competition. No, there was never a competition because he never did anything to lose the left tackle position. They knew that they were going to be playing Christensen at guard instead of tackle. So why did you waste so much precious time burning the cohesion of our offensive line for this competition that truly didn't mean anything at all from the jump? And I wanted to kind of tie that in to our next slide because these are kind of like a twofer. Uh, There were some ugly practices from our offense the past two days in a row This is from Ellis Williams today. He says, it's been an ugly practice for the Panthers on offense. Baker Mayfield spraying balls. Matt Rule stopping practice to yelp. The defense winning red zone and situational sessions. You know, only 21 days until we play the Browns. In my mind, this goes back to this fake quarterback competition. That they have been forcing on to us, er, and, and at the offensive line as well. I think that it has set our offense back, and I wouldn't be surprised if it takes a little time before our offense is actually able to find a legitimate rhythm. And that's it. That's all I got to say.
5: Yeah, I mean, so I mean, think that's... Uh, Y'all go
4: ahead. Y'all go ahead. I I was going to say,
5: I think, I think that's something we all we've all been saying. I mean, uh, when we signed Bozeman and Corbett, I think we all knew that. Like, we all had a. uh, Let me rephrase. I think we all knew the lineup was going to be Icky Brady, uh, Bozeman Corbett, and Moten. I think we all knew that. Now Cody didn't want to see Icky on left tackle, he wanted to see Christensen and Icky maybe going to the left guard position, but um, I think we all knew this was going to be the starting lineup. So this idea, again, and and who knows, we may be looking back on this and being like, hey, maybe this is the way you're supposed to do this, but as of right now, it looks like just another one of these things that isn't going to work in the NFL. Right mm-hmm. When you've got these guys who are professionals that you're bringing in from outside of the organization free agents you're drafting you know some of these guys like icky for instance you're drafting him high right they don't they've earned it because they got to the point where they were drafted in the in the top 10 they got it because they were so good that we decided to put them in, in, on our team through free agency right we knew what we were dealing with we knew what we had last year and it wasn't good right those guys competed last year and it didn't work so now we're going to do this again? Like, it should have been this the whole time. Um, I think that this could be a, a scenario. If we can get, like I said, depending upon how this ha- works out on Friday, we'll see how our team looks. Um, they're going to have two weeks to try to gel, and then we'll see what happens on the 11th. But I have a feeling that this might be a slow-to-start-out type of a team. Um, I'm hoping that's not the case, but I think it's going to take a little while for them to get their rhythm. But I think we will, and that's where I think our, our my optimism comes in.
1: Yeah, go ahead,
6: Greg. CK, you had mentioned earlier when we were talking about the Matt Rule stuff in the competition about how you, you thought there's the possibility of maybe Matt Rule. In Matt Rule's mind, he really did think there was a competition. Yeah, I think he does. So with, with that, I've got to ask. There's only there's only two outcomes to that. There's only two explanations for that. Is One, you've manifested a lie in your mind and you believe your own lie, which is a little bit sociopathic. Or you're just not good at what you do. Those are the only two solutions that to that problem right there, right? It, you know, if, if you truly believe those competitions, same way with all this, then you're just not good at what you do. Unless you really told yourself a lie and believe this lie that that's the only other answer. Um, so I don't know, man. Like I said, we've been saying it the whole time. the moves no- don't make any sense. What they're doing. Sorry.
1: Yeah, no, it does. Make it makes no sense. Um, again, like literally, You're my little kid, by the
4: way, I've been yeah. having trouble. With my
6: yeah, audience. I heard, I heard yeah, that's I, why. I, heard. Yeah, I didn't know what it was.
1: Okay. Um, here,
4: I want to don't here. I look, I don't want to argue about the icky and Christensen thing at all. I think at the very end of the day, you can say, I, I look, I thought you brought up a lot of fair points, Cody, when it comes to that t- tandem. Uh, I do agree with you, as Christensen didn't do anything to lose that job. So I I think you've raised a lot of good points. But at the end of the day, we all knew that those two guys, or we all believed those two guys needed to be on that left side in some form or fashion. You can pick the order, you can pick what they were. The question really comes back to this is like one was the Michael Jordan, the continuing put Michael Jordan in there, like he was earning that. But I don't even care about that one. It's the Pat F line taking all the snaps with the ones. And I don't buy the Baker Mayfield joint. I don't buy like, oh, they wanted to pair. And if that maybe, I mean, that is some like, I don't know. I just feel like this, this is like ridiculous because Bradley Bozeman. First, he didn't even play with the ones, right? Two people were like then trying to tell us that he didn't play that great. Remember, like people were like, oh, well, he wasn't that great in the snaps he was. Three gets hurt. Like Matt Rule came out of that Friday game and goes, we don't know anything. We don't know who our starter is. We're not making any decisions. And by the end, by the time they got to Charlotte, he was like, I just want to tell you what our plan was the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, not, not, like the quarterbacks, do you remember the quarterbacks dressed on Friday and then didn't play? I still think that was strange. I don't know why they drank. Like, why did they make them both dress and then they weren't going to play them? Out? I guess in case that was odd. That
1: was yeah. odd. Um, um, and, and I do want to ask you all this. Um, and by the way, shout out to all the new members. I promise we're going to get to each first, and every one of yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I did want to key in on this. I didn't want it to get lost in the shuffle. Uh, we have had two bad days of practice,
4: like they named Baker the starter and then he just started sucking.
1: I mean, they, that, <laughs> no, but also they're they're even, starter and then it's just like even if, but even if you go back to when we were doing joint practices with the, with the Patriots, we were having a lot of issues on offense against their defense uh so again i'm really wondering how much this shuffling of the o-line shuffling of the quarterbacks has really kind of put them behind the curve in terms of their preparedness Mm -hmm. and uh you know the things that they're kind of capable of doing and i think that that's that's legit is it now i did put this question though is our offense just unprepared Or are we starting to see the starting signs of a really ferocious defense?
6: I think that doesn't need to be overlooked simply for the fact that Matt rules drafted mostly defense, almost all defense has been here and he's got some really good defensive players that are been playing together for a few years now or probably are gelling together. Now, once again, preseason and practice against your own team. So, I want to see what else, but I mean, even the, the bet, if you have an elite defense, you can stop one of the top offenses. And I'm not saying we're a top offense, but you can stop a good offense with an elite right. defense. I mean, it's just the way it works. So I don't think it could be overlooked, but I don't think it completely tells the story. Like, I don't think that by okay. saying our offense is failing, that our defense is superior.
4: Yeah. You know what I mean? Right now, I think this is a story of the offense being behind. And we got to ask if Joe Riolano's in the chat. He he knows this is if he's still in there. I think is it that defenses are ahead early on. Generally, yeah, I, I believe so, so. Yeah, are ahead yes. early on in the season. And they start to click. So I don't know. I'm not ready to say our defense is stout. Like I mean, we might have got a that we need to see this defensive line start getting after mugs and we don't know yet we won't know until the season starts we won't even learn in game three yeah they say the defense has a a bit of a heads up or uh they're they're a bit of a
5: a, a above the offense during these early years early part of the uh, offseason because we as our offense just run the same place and they see our offense being installed they know what we're running so it's it's a lot easier for them to defend uh, their own team than it is to defend somebody else. So I think there should be some, some, you know, some, you got to take that into consideration as well, because even if you think about it, you know, even when we've had our best offenses, you know, they've, they've looked less than, you know, less than incredible during the, uh, the preseason. So.
1: And Joe is in the chat and he does, uh, he does concur that it is in fact, the defense uh, but listen, it's that time of the show. Uh, we've got a lot of people watching right now. And uh, one of the things that I know that all of these people have in common is that they pretend to be here for the Panthers and, you know, my my really nice hair and Greg's really handsome beard. But really, they just come here to get shamed. By the voice that makes him more so far be it from me to keep you from him any longer. Big Papa, talk to your subjects.
5: First, business needs to be handled. And that is welcoming two new members to the C3 Superfan Club. And that's going to be Padawan Panther and White Chocolate Espresso. Welcome to the club. That also being said, you guys have joined in here. To hear four guys who are fans of the Panthers just like you discuss the incompetencies within our coaching staff, whether or not there was ever a competition, and the fact that Baker Mayfield has now been named QB1 for the Carolina Panthers, and you've come in here, hit that like button, maybe you haven't, and if you haven't, I have one thing to say to all you freaks, subscriber shame.
1: subscriber shame 233 people 124 thumbs up hit that like button hit that subscribe hit that notification bell for every single time the c3 panthers podcast goes live real quick shout out to hemlock for the 9.99 says appreciate you guys wasn't sold on baker in the beginning but his poison swagger is infectious and i hope he kills it this year we appreciate that man we're all hoping. Uh, for something similar. And go ahead, go ahead, uh, so can do, do your thing, bud.
5: We got one more member of the C3 Super Fan Club. And that is. Promise? It won't let me scroll. Promise? QS Panda. He's OBS. joined the club. Oh my goodness. You guys are just rolling in. Along you, with might be Michael all, you,
1: might, you might be Snyder. reading all night. You might <laughs> be all
5: night. Welcome into the C3 Super Fan Club. And I want to say to everything that I can to all of you. We appreciate your support. And if you haven't done so, the whole point of subscriber shame is to make sure you hit that like button. That is the only thing we expect from you. But we do appreciate when you hit that join button.
4: Oh, looks yeah. like I don't know if Hemlock gave uh, that donation through a gift or if he's also a member. So thank you for that. Look, uh, look you guys, we've built... Uh, first, I'm overwhelmed by the support that we're getting right now. Um, this is really makes me feel fantastic uh we don't do this for the money believe me if we did this for the money we would have quit a long long we do it because
1: we love y'all man <laughs> stuff yeah things that, that. Uh,
4: things that my them. voice is in effect
1: <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we yeah. love talking about the
4: panthers so like every week and you can't shut us up about them uh but we've laid the reason that these members are coming in and joining like this and this overwhelming support that makes me feel just warm and fuzzy inside is because for the last 10 years, we've laid a groundwork of community. We built the foundation for yeah. a community. So these people feel part of it. And we just thank you again for your input um, and also your generosity here. But just the input, the conversation. And you can call in and let us know how you feel about these Carolina Panthers at 252 228 5098. I do want to point out this is that there are some features like we could, you can do like members only chat, like we could turn off the chat and only for members. Somebody messaged me on YouTube and said, Are we not going to have live chat if you're not? A man? No, folks, we don't have any plans of that right now. Right now, this is just another way to support the podcast. We continue to keep this a fan oriented show, right? Is to keep. Um, it just a conversation. I always think about it as us riding in the car at this point, we need a big ass bus. We're riding in a big ass Greyhound bus to the game back and forth. That's how cool it is talking and chopping it up. So, um, you know what, Co- uh, Cody, let's go ahead and get into some cat calls. Go ahead. I got the cat call pulled up. You pull up the video. Yep. Um, and somebody tipped me, tip my, tip the cap, Greg. Can you tip the cap when uh, the words stop? Yes. But the music plays, because I can't see it. I might be able to hear it, though. I don't think I can.
1: And before we do, shout out to Marcio McGriff for the $2. And you know what else he did.
5: Marcio McGriff, I have one thing to say to you. And just to prove this is my real voice. I'm going to do it like this, and then do this. You guys know, this is really Codizzle, CK, and I would like to welcome two new members to the C3 Superfan, and it's going to be Marcio McGriff. It's going to be ATX19. You guys have joined the elite club of C3 Superfans welcome in to the club.
4: It's incredible. Welcome.
1: Incredible welcome, so
4: welcome. Thank you.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into some of these cat calls. The number once again is 252-228-5098. Let your voice be heard, Panther Nation.
5: So what are your thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty shit. you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
3: Uh, very uncomfortable.
5: So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel?
3: It feels two good two and like three and a four and
5: a- <laughs> who's that cat in the back corner with his face in his <laughs> who's that kid that can use one? Hey guys.
3: Um, this is Panther Pickle, um, Saturday morning, um, uh, about 1137. Um, just got that mowing the grass, doing things and, um, got to thinking. And, uh, early this morning, I listened to, uh, the last little bit of the show we did yesterday on Friday and, um, hope I didn't rough on anybody's feathers by my emotional outburst. Uh, but I want to clarify
4: Poor something. Still I
3: believe Matt and <laughs> is going to be a good quarterback or could be a good quarterback if he's under the right oh. coaching staff. Um, I don't think the coaching staff that we currently have can develop Matt Crowell. I really have a lot of issues wondering if they can develop anybody um, as, as far as the um, highlight skill level is, um, you know, um, and, uh, But I don't think he could start either time this year or next year. Steve Smith mentioned two years. Um, Maybe Rule did. Um, You know, that may be right. He may take two years of of core development by quality coaching staff. But like I said, I don't think our coaching staff's quality. And what hurts the most is having to tell you, baby, because I ignored his question yesterday, that if Matt Corral was a sixth or seventh pick, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We would say, well, looks pretty good for a late-round pick. That's like We'll put him on a practice squad well, and move on. That's a fact. But he's not, so we're not. And, you know, I don't like to go back and see what we should have done in the last year's draft because I could go back in every draft class and do that. Uh, that's just that fact. And you don't know what the linebackers are going to be in the future anyway. Everybody, sometimes everybody, sometimes the best folks look great in preseason, but come regular season, they stink. So, You know, offensive and defensive coordinators, game plan against players all the time. Y'all have a good one. Keep pounding.
4: Keep pounding. Poor, uh, poor Connor. Who was, you know, I felt like I was gonna feel bad for Connor, but he was just serving up ice cold disses to me the whole show. About, like, <laughs> he was. Everything. He was just throwing out lefts and rights on everybody, so I didn't feel bad for it. But at the end of the show, he's like, "Can we please just watch the football game and not talk about my career?" He <laughs> was so. Exhaustive. Oh, he was
5: getting irritated. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but here's here's the defense to that. Is that was such a that was the only storyline of that entire game outside of Icky, right? And maybe some offensive line. That was the only storyline. Out again, PJ Walker is what we we he's he is what we knew he was right, which is a shaky at best backup quarterback, right? Um, Matt Corral was going to be the question the entire time uh, about what that 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 game was going to how he looked. Whether it was with twos, whether it was with threes or fours. And again, I went back. I don't know, Cody, if you got a chance to do some film review, but
4: it didn't look great. Oh, I forgot. Oh, crap. Don't be mad at me, Nick. So, can someone send the link to the show to Nick? Cody, can you invite Nick Montero to the show? I haven't That's seen him. to join? Like to. Yeah, he well, wanted yeah. to talk about his experience where he oh, yeah, yeah, hang show, on. at the game. So. You could message him while we're getting through these calls. Let's see. This might even be him here.
10: That's two. Two games up here in New England that I've been to.
4: This poor guy's Both never the been. Goddamn quarterbacks.
10: Broke Dell is Frank. Oh I'm starting to see a trend here and I don't like it. Seems like any team that I don't fo- that I start
11: to follow that isn't the Patriots, their quarterback is injured. Hmm. We're gonna
7: need Hold my to beer! I'm about to become a
5: Falcons <laughs> fan. Hell yeah! Tampa Bay. Is he said, "A Dolphins fan? No, a Falcons fan." He said, "Hold my uh, beer! I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna, become a Falcons
4: uh, fan." Tampa Bay, man. Tampa Bay, right now. Uh, yeah, he's up at that game. He was up at the game. He's got some. I'm gonna have to put all those videos on the website still about. But um, you know, to, and that, that reminds me. Somebody said, as they said, "What did you see? What did Matt Rule see?" Between Friday or and or and Monday, that made Baker. Somebody said this as he saw um, Sam Darnold throw three picks in the practices against New England, and that's what it was. You know, is that and, and let's be fair about this: is Baker did win the job, right? You know, he did everything to show it. Darnold played safe and didn't play well when he could have. You know, like he didn't do anything great enough to separate. You right. know, and in practice, he threw a lot of underneath stuff. I mean, it wasn't, and, Darnold shined. I mean, and Mayfield shined a few times. Yeah. So I mean, like is like he didn't lose it entirely, but he didn't win it. You know. So,
1: so uh, well, yeah, I was gonna say one one thing, Greg. Like, you know, you met, we mentioned Matt Corral. I have a slide for him. We can talk about him now or later. Yeah, let's um, go ahead. He brought it up.
4: We brought Liz Frank in Friday. Uh, Matt Corral goes down. Um, he's He had a Liz Frank injury. They said they were waiting until today. So I guess this tweet is from today. All right. Uh, yeah, that they have decided that he will surgically repair his Liz Frank. And I got to say, before anything, they said he came out of the locker room in a boot. That had to have been the most giant boot in the world. He must have looked like fucking Neil Armstrong on some clown shoes. <laughs> well, he's already got a big ass foot, and then you put that big ass foot in a big ass boot. Good lord.
1: <sighs> yeah, man. So um after I'll say this, or I I I wanna say this and then we got some new some new members to welcome. So I'll let CK warm up those pipes. Um, but look, would you all say that I've been excited? For Matt Corral, huh? Yes, you think I've, I've been yeah, yes, slightly, uh, slightly. Yeah.
4: yeah, it would be like uh Deshaun Watson and gone uh, every night to him. Yeah, that, would be that <laughs> I've level. been
1: excited about Matt Corral. Right, I've <laughs> I've even said I wanted to see him get a chance this year, which I'm not saying it was ready, but I still don't think it was given <laughs> a, a great chance. Right? Okay. Well, I said I was saying this on Twitter. Before we ever traded for Baker Mayfield. And I'll go ahead and say it now. We might not ever see Matt Corral take a snap of starter for the Carolina Panthers.
6: Agreed.
1: Generally ever. Let me me walk you through this real quick, right? There's a bunch of different scenarios. If Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback this year and puts up 10 or 11 wins, they're going to give him a new contract. If Mm -hmm. anything, They give him a franchise tag. Either way, that means him here for another year. And then, if he continues to put up big numbers, well, then you're damn sure never going to see Matt Corral, especially if he gets a new contract. On the other hand, let's say the Panthers are bad this year, and we have another five-win season or four-win season. We're probably looking at a new head coach, are we not? Okay, yeah. if you're lo- if you're looking at the top ten pick in the draft, and you have a brand new head coach, and now you have a third round pick that you traded up for, that's well, coming like, off there, injury. There might be a shiny new quarterback who might be six foot three, two hundred and thirty plus pounds in the draft, that is of a, a much higher rated prospect than Matt Corral coming out. So I'm not being a hater. I'm being realistic. We might never see Matt Corral play meaningful football for the Carolina Panthers, and I hate that. Because will it, it, And Tony, you wanted yeah. to bring this up during the show, that all these other rookie quarterbacks, they're balling out. Malik Willis but has some and incredible say,
4: And I like this. Is I, like, I feel like I'm going to be a Malik Willis fan. Right now, because one, I was interested in taking him at what? What did we pick at six? Yeah. Like, I was point, like, what like, <laughs> well, you do? It. You know what I mean? Yes. I ain't but then it kept going down and down. But here, what I now I'm a Malik Willis fan because he slipped so far. And then once he slipped, the whole internet like turned against him. Like, yeah. or not the internet, but maybe the NFL prognosticators. Yeah. The, the, the media
5: heads and everything. Yeah.
4: Yeah, they're like, oh, well, this tells you that. I was like, blah, blah. And but, now I'm rooting for him to just fucking be a boss. Well, I mean, I, it, I,
7: I it's not, not
4: even – anyway, but, like, it almost – feels. I just don't want to be as susceptible to the group thing. And that's what I feel like it it's is.
1: not even just – it's not even just uh, it, Malik Willis. Kenny Pickett has looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. Sam Howell has looked really, really mm-hmm. good. A guy that we played against and every. Everybody and their mama wanted to compare Matt Corral against Sam Howell. And Jasmine Ritter. And a good comparison. And, and I'll, Des, I'll say it Desmond too. Desmond Ritter is apparently looking good.
6: I'm still burning about Trey mean? Lance, to be yeah. truly honest with you. If Trey Lance isn't blowing up, Baker Mayfield's the only thing to say that for me. If Trey Lance isn't blowing up, I'm be pissed about that. But we, you know? we had no shot at Trey Lance. I thought we had it. I thought we had yeah no, for a oh, you know, Jones. Just, you know, oh I thought okay. Well I can't be I thought we had everybody there. No,
5: no, that was the one the uh the the 49ers traded it up to like
4: the third round or to the number three spot to, uh, to get him. It was Justin fields. But like I mean I, oh who is look, I don't no, I'm gonna I haven't watched all of the Kenny Pickett tape. I've watched the highlights and people are like, oh he looks so great. And it's actually at the things he's supposed to be good at, right? And it's like uh, low-level throws, mid-level. You know, it's not like – and I'm not saying that that can't win. I just don't know if I've seen anything yet that goes, oh, my God, Justin Herbert. Right,
1: right. but listen, whether or not they are they aren't, all these rookie quarterbacks have a limited sample size in the preseason, which would sure. to show you something, the highest quarterback ratings – amongst rookies these preseason goes as follows. Kenny Pickett, Skylar Thompson, Desmond Ritter, Brock Purdy, Malik Willis, Bailey Zappi, Sam Howell, and then Matt Corral at the very bottom. So you can either sit there and tell me that Matt Corral was the worst and least prepared quarterback of the bunch when coming out with all these other quarterbacks in this last year's draft, or Matt Corral was drafted to a team with a head coach who was notorious for not being able to develop rookie offensive players.
6: Both and could be true.
1: gave him the oh, shot. Both, both could be true. I, know, I think
6: it's a little bit of both, yeah. No,
1: nah, I don't think so, man. We, I don't And you might Dude, be right. You can't tell I'm... me that Bailey Zappy. Is a better quarterback and is a more accurate quarterback. 72 Matt
4: Brown? Is Look. that the guy that threw 72 touchdowns last year? C-
6: Cody. Um, all, all I'm saying
1: is Cody that for, or some some shit. Like yeah, that. I
4: think he had. The, who was the guy? Who was the quarterback? Maybe it's not Zappy. Remember who was that one quarterback that threw like seven thousand? It might
1: have been Zappy.
4: Zappy. But, so here's here's wow. what I'll say, and this is. Like
5: I said, this is not to condemn Matt Corral because I don't I don't think we've seen enough of it. I don't think that he was put in the best position. I think this staff could have made two decisions. One either one of these would have put Matt Corral in a much better situation. And that is either cut PJ Walker once you got Baker Mayfield or cut Sam Darnold like earlier than you than than right now, right? Uh because you needed to get him into a position where he was taking more substantial reps. I was shitting on Matt Corral because his play wasn't good. Like he didn't look like a good quarterback. I don't think that that's just solely his fault. I don't know. We, we have no way of knowing how good of a quarterback he's going to be in the NFL. He could very well be a complete bust. We don't know. Like we haven't seen anything to the contrary. We also haven't seen him be given an opportunity to prove anything beyond that. My thought on the entire matter is right now, like there's so there's a lot of people who wanted to compare, why, at least on Twitter, again, uh, wanted to get into some arguments with me about whether or not these arguments that Matt Corral wasn't given uh, the right number of reps or given fair reps or anything like that, like, and then they wanted to say, you weren't arguing for Will Greer. Well, Will Greer didn't come into a situation where he was watching two guys battle for the number one spot, taking both the first and second, you know, and having to take thirds the entire time and fourths in in a lot of cases. Matt Corral was having to take fourth team reps for the most most part and we all know that those guys are getting the smallest number of reps they're not putting them in there for a long term right right most of those guys are hoping to make the special teams not the actual 53-man roster of offense or defense just that special teams unit that that most people who aren't good enough to make it to those others are are, are you know trying to get to um so I think that it, Will Greer, if you look at that back in the history of that, Will Greer got his opportunity to run with the twos because he was in a battle for the backup position, mm-hmm. not third string or fourth string. He was in the battle for the backup. Matt Corral was given a a, a short stick, um, and I'm I'm willing to say that that falls on rule, but I'm also willing to say Matt Corral just isn't ready yet. It you know, Obviously, we'll never, we I won't know both this
4: year. Can be true. I think both can be true. they. That- And look, is you don't know. I mean, if we would have been more invested in Matt Corral, then he could have looked better. You know, I don't think he looked bad or anything. Like, I don't necessarily feel like I'm I'm not ready to be worried about these other guys looking that great and stuff like this. Is I I do think the Panthers didn't invest in him at all, and that's fine. You know what? Is once he got that was this once we didn't draft a quarterback in our time to draft a quarterback was last the year before, not this past year, the year before year Before yeah. that. Yeah. I agree. Right. Because yeah. Matt rule doesn't, his leash is not long enough to roll with a rookie. Like it just isn't long enough, especially one who isn't like the fucking bomb.com already. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to diss on him, but like, let's not put him in the same conversation of a, like a, a guy coming out, like a Cam Newton or a, uh, Trevor Law, you know, or Andrew Luck, or something like that. It's a different type. I mean, there's a reason that this quarterback class. There's no, no quarterback went number one, and I know the Jags weren't picking one, but there were quarterbacks. So there are teams that needed quarterbacks ahead, and of twenty, obviously,
6: there was no clear uh, cut. Yeah, yeah,
4: it's like that. This guy, we think he, they are a clear, a uh, great player right away there's a lot of there could be value here there could be potential there could be something let's not write people off but there was no and can't miss quarterback in this class in in people's eyes so i think but and i just don't think that look imagine if the panthers did invent like say you know what matt corral we're gonna roll with matt corral this year and they roll with him. They didn't trade for Baker Mayfield. They pick, say, they pick Matt Corral at six, you know, and they mm-hmm. thought he was like, it's like, there's no way Matt, like, he, you know what kind of season he would have to have for Matt Rule to keep his job? Right. Like, I mean, he doesn't have a long enough leash for them to go five wins.
1: I think and the thing that frustrates me him. the most is that there are teams that will have rookie offensive players come out of nowhere and be a legitimate producer for that team, right? Chargers, Sometimes yeah. six, seventh-round picks, it happens every year. That doesn't happen with Matt Rule. Granted, it's only been three years. It's going on uh, third year. Yeah. But, I mean, still, the, the, the fact that we were talking about this with Brady Christensen last year, and to another extent, Deontay Brown, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, then it's like now we're doing it again with jumbling this offensive line And making them compete for the jobs that we already know they have. And and now we're doing this quarterback competition for the, you know, when we always knew that was a farce. All of these things seem in line with what Matt Rule does. I think that is a real inadequacy of Matt Rule as a head coach. And that's developing young offensive rookie players. I'm not here to tell you that Matt Corral was going to save the season and take us to the Super Bowl or any of that. But what I'm saying is, is to look at just this preseason, those two games, and say that was enough of a sample size to say that well, Matt Corral he was the least of the bunch. You know, he wasn't able to do what, uh, you know, uh, Desmond Ritter and Pickett and Billy Zappi. They were drafted after him. Like I'm just not trying to hear it. Uh, I think Matt Corral got the shaft, and I'm hoping that sometime in the future we actually do get to see him not play some legitimate team. snaps Actually, there's only one way and we'll go on
4: to uh, Greg. Go ahead, Greg. You've been trying to make this
6: point. Well, no, I, I was just going to ask, like, has the Panthers learned a lesson here? Like after, if you're not going to pick a quarterback in the first round if when you need a quarterback, don't trade up for anybody in the second or third. So we did that with Greer, right? And now Corral. Neither one of them worked out. So if you're not going to pull the trigger in the first round, don't Trade away the future be like the fifth for, of for, a for a third right? or a fifth. Yeah, it just it just doesn't make any sense. So that's a there's, lesson we should learn, right? Yeah, this has never worked out for us. Pull the so trigger, one, draft him first round.
4: There's one way, and and I still disagree with with Cody on one thing about how Matt Corral could see the field. I think Baker Mayfield is the like there. I guess if Baker Mayfield wouldn't have come here, there was a way that like you could have said Matt Corral could have been awesome in the preseason and he could have seen the field. But again, that's a long shot. But right now I think Baker Mayfield is the only thing that could make it so that Matt Corral could be a Panther in the future. And like you see meaningful snaps. And I think what Baker would have to do is have a good, but not incredible season. Right. So you have a nine win season. And it's not all because of Baker, but he was a part. Then they franchise tag him, and then he does it again. And okay, but doesn't have an, a credible season. So you don't, it's enough to save, it would have to be enough to save Rule's job, right? But not enough to extend Baker Mayfield. The and good that would news. Have have two seasons in a row. The good news for Cody is I think next year, Matt
5: Corral is going to be, if nothing else, the actual backup, meaning that we're going to allow him to actually get some some substantial reps in the preseason and some runs with actual ones potentially as well. Um, I think that that's that's probably the best case scenario at this point. Again, I, I told you at the beginning and, and I'm going to shout out a couple of these new members here in just a second. Um, but I told you when we got Baker Mayfield, it is a win win for you, Cody, in every way possible it is a absolute win-win because if baker mayfield comes in here and blows it up and he is a franchise quarterback, well we've signed him and he's a franchise quarterback. Period, right? Win-win if he decide if he comes in here and he just doesn't do well. Maybe he's a middle of the pack quarterback. We're not going to sign him as a franchise quarterback anymore. Like it's not going to happen. We're we're tired of that. We want the guy who's going to take us to the next level. Now, That may mean that we get a guy in the draft next year who could be a franchise quarterback, or it may mean we roll with Matt Corral. But either way, we're still in a better spot from a quarterback perspective than we were before this year started. So I think that this is a win-win season for the Panthers. It sucks if we lose to be a fan of the Panthers and not be a winning season, but from a future of the Carolina Panthers, it's a win-win no matter how this season goes.
1: Well, see. Time will tell, man. I certainly hope so. I, I just, you know, I, I'm, I have this mindset that we just gotta wait and see with everything. I'm just putting forth some possibilities of things that may happen, things that may not happen. Uh, I mean, obviously I hope you're correct. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of people say this is the best thing for Matt Corral. I hope that's true. And again, I hope that Baker is able to lead us to success. Um, Whether or not it happens, we're going to have to see, man. You have to make some believers out of some fans this year. Doesn't mean we're not a fan. I'm definitely a fan. I'm never going to not be a fan. But I think this offense needs to produce. And from our coaches to Baker Mayfield to McCaffrey staying healthy, everybody has to feel like this is a prove-it season, something I've been saying for a long time now. It's a prove-it season, and that's exactly what they need to do. Before we go forward, speaking CK, of fans, yeah, why don't you uh, welcome some of these new badass members that we keep acquiring, huh?
5: Well, 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 we have had two new members join the C3 Super Fan Club, and I'm going to shout out the one and only TJ, the one and only goldeneye 7 Gamer 99 You hit that join button down there at Damn. the bottom of your screen. That said, hey, I wanna be a part of this crew. I wanna support this podcast, this show, these guys who put effort in, who put this grind in, and we appreciate you. We don't expect it, but we appreciate you guys immensely. Welcome
6: into the club. CK, you touched me in a special spot when you, with that voice, and you said golden eye 007. I was just like, oh, it was great. <laughs> does that,
5: does it like, I, I see the rare gamer 99 and I see yeah, that icon. I'm like, great like, every time I see him in chat, I'm like, oh my God. I want to go back and play some. some, more. <laughs> some
4: yeah. Yes. And the original. Like that. And I was just kind of like, um, that was it. What was the one? I used to play it on the computer and it was a shooter game. Was Duke, it was a No, I think it was Doom. Oh, yeah. Doom was on. Like, yeah. It's other people. Like those are the games that set the tone for what gaming is today where you're playing 100%. other people. I mean, good gosh. Uh that Golden eye game, man. We must have played a bazillion hours. That. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um let's go to the next call, two five two 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 eight
12: fifty ninety eight. Hi guys, Rich in the UK. Um oh! been a while. So Baker Mayfield's our uh our quarterback. I'm really pleased. I said that before. Um he's a, I mean Sam Darnley is just terrible, so it doesn't really matter. I think we might win ten games. I think we might win nine or ten games. Um I really quite like the look at the whole team, um, but Tony, you might have to edit this. But why is Matt Rule such a complete cunt? Seriously, what <laughs> was it? Camp Confidential is like this bad second hand car salesman come preacher, and like you can see, it's the players are cringing. If they paid any attention to him, any attention to him, they wouldn't have been fighting against the Patriots. All this. It's a process. We've got a way of doing things. They clearly ignore him. Otherwise, they wouldn't have these issues. Yeah. There is, we've seen it for nearly, well, t- two seasons and now. All the stuff he goes on about, they clearly aren't paying major attention to him. I think a load of the other coaches, from what I've seen, look really, really good. New special teams guy, the O line guy. I think there's, there's I think what, I quite like what McAdoo said. Yeah. I really, really encouraged and i'm really encouraged by the whole team so looking forward to going into the new season uh might try and get myself a mayfield jersey and take photos of it just to my cody um the other thing though the more serious topic for you uh what do we do with Terrence marshall um you know he's penciled in as our as our wide receiver three um and that's what we all think but the guy can't get out there um it's possible he's someone with a low pain tolerance. It's possible once you're in pain, you feel pain more often. Uh, and he just can't get healthy. Somewhat, I saw a tweet earlier about likening it a bit to Curtis Samuel. Um, but Shai Smith looked good. Higgins has got a relationship with Baker. Um, he does yeah. offer something different. Because without really decent tight ends, we don't have that large target. But it's becoming a bit of a concern. I mean, you don't want to write him off yet or do anything silly like cupping. But certainly worth conversation with you guys because I mean they were saying he was tearing it up in camp um yeah. but that just takes you all the way back to uh Kelvin Benjamin who was tearing it up in camp oh. ACL came back and turned into the Titanic and that was the last anyone saw of him so slightly concerning but otherwise um looking pretty good it sounds like Bozeman might be back and it, uh, hopefully we'll get in ahead of Elfline and then the O-line we all wanted uh, might be okay. Right, you're going to knock me off. Take care, guys. Keep pounding.
1: Dude, Downing. shout out to Rich Miss
12: you, Kingston. Rich? Yeah,
1: I love Rich Kingston. By the way, I love it when English people call someone a cunt. It, it's, it's the best, dude. It's the best insult. If you're American, like don't even say that word unless you put your British accent on it. Because it just doesn't sound right. i like,
4: like, say it cooler than that. And huh? that's being in New Zealand.
1: Oh, I don't That's, know if I've ever heard of New Zealander. Uh, oh,
4: the boys guy—that's what the boys dude is. He calls. Oh yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah. And yeah,
4: uh, uh, that. my favorite. They, first, they started filming season four of the boys, uh, which is awesome. My favorite, one of my favorite shows right now, or been on recently. But my man said that people come up onto the come up to him on the street, you know, like autographs, and they they ask him to call him a cunt. Like it's like, will you call me a cunt?
1: <laughs> it's so
4: dude,
1: it's it great. Shout out to all of our viewers across the pond. Dude. Oh man, we
4: got a lot of people from uh, a lot of. There's a lot of people. No wonder the um, NFL is trying to expand. Into, oh yeah. Oh damn, like, man, dude, we have a lot of UK knows, fans. Like, and we get all people from all over, but that, but Rich has been with us for a long time. Uh, but he did segue us to a topic that we wanted to talk about. And that's yep. Terrace Marshall Jr. You know, Terrace Marshall Jr. did not dress for the game uh, on Friday. He, they were asked about it, or Matt Rule was asked about it in the post game. And he said he'd been, pra- he practiced some, um, they thought he was going to go. And then he turned up sore and he said he couldn't go. It's one of those things too, where it's starting to feel like this is like the coaching staff is kind of becoming irritated that they can't go. And the player is like trying to protect the, you know, not do like maybe hurt themselves more. Uh, But he said he's had a good camp, but we need Terrace Marshall Jr. to practice. Then this tweet, which I don't know if I buy anything from this. I will say this is that this is just as well sourced as somebody who says per source. I would say that was my yeah. joke today. It's like, this is a little flimsy. It only says source, not per source. Right. But um, they said the Panthers have received calls regarding former second round pick Paris Martin Jr. And then yeah. he practiced today, yesterday. Like all of a sudden, Matt Rule says you need to practice, and then guess what happened? He practiced. Is it
5: practice? And then he isn't the next day. Uh, Monday <laughs> so. he
4: practiced, and then today he's in the injury jersey. Yeah,
5: I don't know how much I I take I give credit to this uh, this non verified account uh, with a source as being the the reason why they say and it's just they've received calls. So it's not like they've actually been shopping him.
7: Um, no, not right, that they're right. making. Like it.
4: Calls. Yeah. yeah, is that sure? Is that, but it just is, you know, the, the, what this tweet came out, it could be completely manufactured,
7: mm.
4: right? This could be a troll tweet. But the thing is, is this, is that like Panther fans were, have been asking about Terrace Marshall Jr. Then they asked the coach about Terrace Marshall Jr. The coach was not just glowing about the situation, he was like, you know, it's like he's it kind of it was a bleak kind of comment about it. Then he comes out and practices and then he's immediately hurt again. And you're starting to wonder, like Rich is saying, is it I won't say pain time. You know, this is the isn't this the fear of picking a guy who had an injury in college, like who was injured when you pick him? Oh.
1: Yeah.
4: That's well, the thing. Like, he also- was hurt when we picked him and he's been hurt the whole time already
1: but look at someone like Trey Smith who fell down everyone's board because he had injury concerns not only did he not miss a snap he was an all pro so it's like it, it's kind of half a one you know 12 of one half a dozen of the other my thing is this it, okay what kind of trade market even exists for Terrence Marshall Jr and do we even give him up So, for example, Terrence Marshall Jr. has shown no one nothing. As we mentioned, he was Mm injury-prone coming into the draft.
4: That's how we think it's bullshit.
1: That's what I'm saying. Is there there any legitimacy to this? Oh, you know who
4: it was. Actually, I do know who it was. It's the fucking Patriots. No, no. See, that's something different I was thinking. This is some Bill Belichick shit right here. He'll be like, we'll give you a fifth for him. He was like, we practiced with y'all. I saw him. He looks good.
6: Can, can I ask, TMJ went to LSU, right? Yes.
1: He, he sure did. Oh, did he play with
6: Joe Burrow? Yes. He
1: did. Oh, yeah.
6: The I only team I could years. think of that would be interested in a player that hasn't shown anything on the field, not saying he's not good, but hasn't shown anything on the field and been injured, would be a rookie quarterback that had really good success with that wide receiver in his college. Would be a junior quarterback. He's This is his third yeah, year yes, now, but, but –
4: yeah, no. but yeah, he's like he's a younger quarterback. Yeah, for, I mean he was in the Super oh, yeah, Bowl. Not, yeah. yeah, sorry, but but no. Yeah, what about uh, Josh Allen? What about Buffalo? Well, we're getting ready to play that. What
6: connections does he have to Buffalo? Why would they want him? Joe
4: Brady, Joe Brady is there. Oh, okay,
6: customer. yeah, Joe Brady. Okay, yeah. Some
4: people say the reason we picked him is jo- is Joe Brady, and then the other thing, and this that could be a Brandon Bean thing. It's like, hey, just throw a couple of dollars out there and see if someone takes it. Yeah. So what's a fifth round pick or a sixth round pick if you got a conditional? Like, you know what I'm saying? You might be able to make it up if you get a free agent walk or something like that. that does it hurt nothing? It but does I not because
5: you gave up a second for him, though. Like, and you gave no, him yeah, one it year.
4: It hurts us, but the team just saying, Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fifth, like, that's like nothing to them. Would All you right. be
1: willing I, to entertain this? Let's say that it no. was real. No. I mean, let's say that, that, that it was I, real. Like, what deal makes you say yes to this?
5: Nothing below, I nothing above a three. Just, just yeah, has to, to be a three or better, be a
1: bus,
4: bro. We just need him to not be a bus. Fuck that! Like we need to just yeah. him to work.
5: Can That's I be honest we- with you? I think that we we have to give him, if, even if it doesn't work out this year, he's got to get next year without Matt Rule being the coach, and then see where his motivation <clears throat> is.
1: Huh. and by I, the way. We yeah. have to mention at some point the guy that everyone's mentioned in the chat room, Shy Smith.
7: Yeah, and Tony, mm-hmm.
1: I've been a big fan I'm of Shy time. Smith for a long time, and let me tell you, he has already started to show way more than our second round pick, Terrence Marshall, ever has. And I don't want to hear nothing about Demir Bird. It's Shy Smith season, chirp. When Matt nah, Rule was Shy talking Smith, about baby.
6: When Matt Rule was talking about Shy Smith in the interview, he said that when healthy, he's the best receiver we have, which blew my mind. He had to be speaking like hyperbolically. Yeah, like there, said, there's no uh, way he's better than DJ Moore. But he said, when healthy, he's the best receiver we have.
5: CMC's comments on Shy Smith were even more interesting. What did he say? Um, CMC basically said, We see something really special in him, and it's it's up to him to choose to. Basically go, get to the next level because we yeah. I be, like we believe that he is going to be special. Um, what
4: the fuck else does he gotta do? He goes out there and what looks like he's trying his hard as he fucking like.
1: Matt rule. Nah.
4: Look, is this is I'm not ready to over is that I think he's like our preseason camp darling. And you know what? Look, Damir Burb was that right. for me. I don't know. I think we
5: have a lot of Camp Darlings this year. What's that? I, I think we have a lot of Camp Darlings this year. Really? Brandon Smith, Barno, Bar-no Chai Smith, yeah. Sullivan, even of- if you want to get.
4: Saunders. Higgins. it's A lot of S's. A lot of S's. I think, though, that Higgins is the Higgins. guy. Yeah,
5: he's the three. I think he's yeah. the clear three.
4: Uh, I mean, he's done. He's played a lot. He's and had got that, that connection before.
7: with Baker.
4: But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I would love to see like a story, like a shy Smith come and explode onto the scene where you all of a sudden ultimately find a diamond in the rough, you know, who becomes kind of a star or something. And you didn't actually draft them to be that. That would be wonderful. But I would also like for the guys that we thought were going to be good to just be good. And that being Terrace, like, God, you know what? Right now, there's no reason that Terrace Marshall Jr. should be on the team over Shia Smith, though. And that sucks, dude. We need that size receiver. We don't have enough size, you know? No. And that's really Zilstra don't. and Shia Smith are important pieces on this team. And Shia Smith, uh, or Zilstra and Terrace Marshall Jr., excuse me, are important pieces on this team. Ty Smith is just more of a duplication of talent, man. That's the problem. It's like DJ – you know, it's like we can't just put three DJ Moors out there when we get on the five-yard line. We need some size.
1: Yeah, Um, I I honestly think that size is going to come from our tight ends, which they've been banged up. They need to get back to being healthy
4: Arms, anyway we ain't got no and parents.
1: we're gonna need terrence marshall jr to do something and you know he did not get called Tom, out by matt rule these are always weird to me because it's like it matt rule makes it sound like it, he's like not wanting to practice like oh he needs to practice I, well like if, if you're hurt you're hurt you know what i'm saying i'm not like it, it's he so hard to know time
4: though. Like sometimes the people are like that once they get that injury like thing. I mean, you just start to wonder. Well, you wonder oh, yeah, yeah. But, dude, you wonder like, how,
5: how committed they are, right? I mean, because you Curtis see
4: Samuel, bro. Curtis Samuel's always fucking hurt. Dude. Yeah. But, but here's the, like, here's the
5: question that I think a lot of people are asking, because there's now starting to be this like you don't have the like the way that Matt Rule said it made you believe that this is Marshall's choice. Like Marshall's coming out and saying, I feel sore. I don't know if I can like, that's what you kind of get the vibe based on what rule is saying. I agree with that. Now. I don't know. Like I said, we don't know what that really means. Um, and, and if that's the case, I mean, you got to keep in mind, nobody, if you sit there and you talk to any former players, every single former player hates training camp. They hate it. Like they hate it with a passion. Like the, if you look at Pat McAfee, Darius Butler, all these, like, even you know, I'm, I'm talking about from the you know, Pat McAfee show. A lot of these former players come on there and talk about it. I wouldn't like if I, if they said, if I come out of retirement, it's after training camp. I am not doing training camp. Um, but uh, but the, I, I think that there is uh, maybe a potential that it's just that. Maybe the dude's just like, you know what, I ain't gonna risk getting hurt in preseason or these stupid practices, I know what my job is. I'm going to just, you know, there is
4: that potential, you know, but I, we don't know. To do that. And look, I understand vets saying they don't like training camp, but everybody likes the first day of school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like kindergarten is fun to people that don't like school in the first week. It's like, I just can't believe that it's like that. I mean, like if you're a 10 year vet, if you're Greg Olson and you got the foot and you're like, they get tired of shit. This mug ain't done, Jack. So, um, all right, the number's 252228.
1: Hey, hold on. Well, before, you, before you go on to that next call, uh, we got a donation from uh, Marshall McGriff. One. That's he says, Mark. Yeah, he says uh, Banker Mayfield. Giving me Drew Brees vibe from San Diego. I made that Boy, comparison we weeks know. ago. Yep. We I know. made that comparison
6: oh. weeks ago. Remember, I said that. Yep. I'm a Baker Bottom baby. Yep. Baker Bottom.
1: And, and uh,
5: that he also, goes by Mark uh, is what he said in the chat earlier. So,
1: all right, appreciate Mark. Shout out Mark. Yeah.
3: I agree uh, with and that,
1: then man. CK had another new member.
5: Oh. Well, hello there, Marcus. Welcome into the C3 Superfan Club. I just want to say thank you for your donation to the show, to the squad, and welcome in to the club.
4: What an incredible turnout. The inner circle growing and growing and growing and expanding. Uh, I'm actually, I'm just so blown away by the support. Um, Again, you can support the show by just subbing up, being a part of the conversation, liking it, and... I know this sounds like, I mean, I feel like we be, uh, I beg to ask people to thumbs up and share. But it's, I, I, it's like one click to just share it on Facebook. Yeah. Like to drop it in Reddit or to drop it on Twitter. And I tell you, I know it doesn't seem like it matters a lot, but it does. Like one person, I, I mean, I watch the subs grow on this show and it's one sub at a time. That's it. It's one show, one member. And one of the great things about this is somebody said this, is once you join C3, you're a lifer, baby. Oh, yeah. Like, man, the community. It's the community. And you, you in the chat room are the ones that make the show. You, the callers. I'm, like, the last on the list on this. My co-hosts make this. It's fantastic. Um, so keep it up, guys. Let's go to the next call. Um, the longest run in panthers podcast and the longest literally panthers podcast
10: what's up c3 uh this is raleigh panther calling in tonight to say what's up uh i'm gonna keep it brief since i know y'all like to keep the pod moving um but but got a question for you just to stir up the pod a little bit Uh, i wanted to know you know how much of an impact does the the coach and coaching staff really make on a season um you know can a can a great roster ultimately uh outplayed the shortcomings of a head coach uh, i'd love to get mm. that thoughts on that maybe even uh get your take on what what the worst coach is to to go on the deepest playoff run uh with the team you know um i think we got a really talented roster and i'd like to think that even with matt Rule being our weakest link, that uh
4: you know we can find some success but i'd love to hear y'all thoughts on that and uh hope you all have a great night man what a good question what a good fantastic question how much does the coach truly matter? And we know, we hear coaches all the time say, this is a talent-based league. You know, like, I mean, the players, you have to have talent. It's a weird, it's a conundrum, isn't it? This is a weird equation to crack right (laughs) here. It's like we need Newton or we need uh, Einstein here to figure out the E and the MC squared stuff because clearly you have to have talent to win. But clearly, bad or subpar or average coaches can hinder you, or at least great coaches can bring you over the top, right? I mean, like Andy Reid wins everywhere he goes. Um, it seems like Sean Payton and them reloaded all the time. Now, some of these guys had quarterbacks, but I would say Kyle Shanahan to me right now is the one to look at. Kyle Shanahan has won everywhere he's gone. He's got RG3 to the Pro Bowl. Bowl. He went and took Matt Ryan to a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo, right, to a Super Bowl. That, to me, is a guy who's won without a quarterback. Like, so you don't know. It's easy when you're like, hey, it's Belichick and Brady. But um, Shanahan and Garoppolo... That's something to it, man. That guy's a genius. So what do you guys think is how much does the coach and then reply this to the Panthers? Because I have uh, a joke to make about it at the end.
1: So, I mean, I think looking back, so, for example, if you were to ask me my opinion on, say, Mike McCarthy, I wouldn't tell you that he's the greatest he it, head he won coach, a Super Bowl. But that's my point is that, you know, he was fired from the Green Bay Packers. He's now the head coach of the Cowboys. Um, but I do think there are there are many times in history where an overt coach has kind of been overcome by a better team. Uh, White chocolate mentioned Gruden. You know, I, a lot of people loved him for a certain amount of time, but now people don't view him anywhere near the way they used to. Kubiak,
4: Gary yes, Kubiak, Kubiak. I mean,
1: there's there there's been a few, so I, I don't think it's impossible. Um, I do think that we're going to have, if, if we're going to overcome any kind of ineptitude from Matt Rule, it's going to be on Ben McAdoo and James Campin to really hone in this offense, get get them firing on all cylinders. And, and, our and, defense
4: uh, needs,
1: and our defense needs to play as good or better than they did last year. Right, Because the only way the Panthers well, are going to be the only way the Panthers are going to be that kind of team, we have to get back to being the most dominant defense in the NFC South. Uh, if if the Panthers' defense cannot do that, then I don't see too many scenarios, honestly, where our offense is able to elevate over who we believe Matt Rule to be.
4: You know, it's probably to the effect of it's, it's – um... Great coaches can get you wins. Like they can give you an advantage, right? Bill Belichick can give you an advantage, particularly on the defense. He knows how to take away what you do best. It's like crazy. He'll be like, dude, you beat us this way. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, um, Sean Payton, right? These guys, Andy Reid, and I know there's some that I'm missing. These guys can make you better. Like they account for maybe one or two wins on their own just by their sheer power and will but maybe the head coach doesn't you don't win because of a good coach but it's hard to win in spite of a bad coach right is because and maybe this is like a look ron rivera john fox they glue these kind of tough guys like they they bring teams together so like having a bad it would be hard to have a talented roster with a bad coat a bad coach like a not very good one And still keep it together. They have to be at the least confident. Now, I have a wild take that people got mad at me. Mad at you? Yeah, they got, I would go on pirate radio. My friends get, they got so pissed at me when I said this. But this was when we were in the hunt for Deshaun Watson. And I said, my fear was that we go and get Deshaun Watson and we win 11 games. And they were like, what? And I say, because this and this was at the point where I was at the a supreme Matt Rule hate. I had not gone through my Matt Rule forgiveness mode yet. And I did not want a quarter, a super, a guy to save Matt Rule's job unnecessarily. You know what I'm saying? Like you won, but it's not because of Matt Rule. It was because you went and got something, you know, that like, and he just happened to be along for the ride. I know, and they got so mad at me. They were like, you went won 11 wins? I was like, no, because that means Matt Rule's going to be our coach for another year. But isn't was- that the same
1: thing with Baker?
4: If yeah. you're oh, that
1: out on oh, Matt Rule, that it. 11 I wins it was under Deshaun. It,
4: it was yeah, how much was we were going to give up for Deshaun Watson and this and that. I think I'm kind of – yeah, no, nah, maybe a little bit, but I can't right now. I just want to win. I've like I've given up on that, and I'm just so glad we didn't go after Deshaun. Now, I like, can retrospect. We just missed. Like I don't know. Like, do you want to win? What What happens if you win ten games and it turns out that you uh, Baker hits free agency, you don't sign him, and then we just are in the dumpster again, and we're stuck with Matt. You know, Matt. Rude. I don't know. Dude, do you
1: know what I say about what ifs? Okay. Ifs yes, and so, buts. I mean, hey, dude. It's, it's like I, I, you know, I really don't think that it's possible to have a bad offense and a bad coach. So this offense is ah. really going to be the determining factor.
4: Oh, you mean and do well? You
1: no, know, like if we're gonna. So what? 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 The question asks if we're gonna overcome. uh a bad head coach, which I you can have great really coordinators.
4: Is. You could have great coordinators. That's how you so that's what it. I'm
1: saying. Like our offense, especially compared to the last two seasons, we're gonna have to see a really big jump forward. And by the way, I want to say something. If Matt Rule does get fired this year and Christian McCaffrey does get hurt again. Everyone's gonna say, "Oh, well, it's only because Christian got hurt um, yeah, every yeah, year." In the but, 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 uh, there's gonna be a <laughs> lot of. People that.
5: But we didn't, yeah. But the thing is, is we didn't give that same benefit to a guy who, in Ron Rivera, had gotten us to three playoff appearances in a row that never happened for us. A fourth, uh, two years later, uh, Cam Newton was hurt, and we said, fuck Ron Rivera, get him out of there."
4: Yeah, that uh, that Christian McCaffrey excuse is going to is born. It's welcome. Yeah. You know, is this it's time. This is a such a, like you said, it's a prove it season for everybody. Mm-hmm. And really this season to redirects the narrative on Christian McCaffrey. If he gets hurt this year, then the injury prone narrative wins. It's right. Right. If he doesn't get hurt and he's successful this year, then the over injury prone narrative is overblown. Mm-hmm but nobody is going to go this is because Christian Mc- we would have been good if we had Christian McCaffrey No, that's not enough there you've already cashed that check twice
6: can, well, can i ask a question the bedrock of this this topic is combinations with coaches and players and how well one can overcome the other as far as one good would me bad kind of yeah yeah can you overcome a
4: average or below average coach with a good roster
6: I think it works both ways, though, because, like, I, I heard a story today that Tom Brady was supposed to go to the Las Vegas Raiders, that he had the deal was signed. He, 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 was, he was looking for houses there, and, Tom, and Gruden x it because great coach, great player. So, like, can, can that work against you as well, Have, having, you know, two really alpha males there? Do you need one to be the alpha and one to kind of – Ride, ride the coattails, or can you have two alphas? Is my question because we're talking about one holding the other down as far as being bad, but does that work the other way with them both being
1: elite? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that's there's a lot of different moving pieces to that. If you have an elite quarterback, it can change everything, mm-hmm. you know. But again, we're still asking that question. You know, we don't right. We really true. know if we do or not.
6: So, do, you, my, Actually, now I think about it, my question is kind of pointless because we don't have an elite quarterback or or an elite <laughs> coach. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. So I'm looking <laughs> at the other side
6: of the coin yeah, for no reason. Exactly
4: yeah. just talk, you're not talking about who's uh, alpha. It's just more spotlight, like who right. wants the laurels. And maybe you saw some of the problems with that hit in New England with Tom Brady and Belichick eventually. All right, let's go to the next call.
8: Hey, guys. It's the girl that makes him howl aka Joey the Blind Panther. And I got a question for y'all. So actually it's not much of a question, sorry about that. It's a statement. I think this quarterback competition shows us that Matt Rule is still Matt Rule. That being said, I'm a bit I'm still optimistic for this season because of um because of our coaching stuff, because of Ben McAdoo, James Campin, Chris Tabor who's Really has been looking like the best one at uh preseason because that special teams play was pretty good last week. That was the best part of last week. That aside from Tay uh, Hayes' pick six, that that was lit. Dude literally got signed from uh, USFL App State Warrior. Love that area. Gets himself a pick six, but he probably still won't make the team because Matt Rule is nepotistic. That's a word. I think it is, but if it's not, I don't give a fuck.
1: I just we know it. what you meant. But uh, I the think
8: girl, Matt rule is still Matt rule. I think if we <laughs> win, I mean, but the question I had was this: if we have another shitty season, is this going to be something that they look back on and it comes back to bite Matt rule in the ass? I think it should. I don't know if it will because David Tepper is our owner and David Tepper's an idiot. Uh, anyway, guys, that's my question slash statement, and I'll let you hear what you list what you listen to the end of this call for. Wow! 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 And I'll
6: nice. point out there—I believe that's cronyism.
4: Ooh, what's that instead of nepotism it nepotism happens. is family it's cronyism great. is
6: when you're just picking a friend or somebody you like So, uh, but big time um, cronyism
4: yeah so tremendous support tonight uh CK I just checked the YouTube's rocket have we done rocket in 81 yes well the okay. uh, a couple of them we uh we get I had gifted uh the memberships too Um okay. Oh, excellent! So yeah. that's where you give. It's, explain that to me first. Personally-
5: so basically, are do you have the uh, chat up? Um,
4: I have no. Like I've got it in the streamyard.
5: So if you, um, if you look at the YouTube chat on desktop or on your phone, there's a little dollar sign where you can yeah. do the super chat and the super sticker. Right. Well, now it should say membership gifting as well. Um, and so you and can so you, you can a membership to a friend. You, anybody, you could do like fifty memberships for a hundred dollars, and that would give fifty memberships to any fifty random people in the chat. Wow! Yeah, that's cool.
4: That's yeah. cool. Nice, nice. All right, let's go to the next call. Good evening,
10: C three Panthers oh, podcast. And I love that. A couple of weeks ago, I called in uh, in order to address the true quarterback controversy in Carolina, that being who is the most handsome quarterback. Out of Matt Corral, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield, and uh, looks like looks like you all owe our boy Baker an apology. Now that Sam is out, now that Matt is out, the true handsome man, Baker Mayfield, can receive his uh his justice as as the hottest Panther in the QB room. So say sorry to your boy. Thank uh, you. I, I wonderful not I...
4: apologize to someone about that when I call myself a Baker bottom.
1: Fair point. Is he really that handsome? Like, I nah, don't know.
4: I, you know what? I think he's like one of those, uh, like, you're not the traditional, like, you're not like the greatest looking person, but you're good looking. And it, he's got like a he's gap. Not, he's not pretty handsome. Right. Yeah. He's got like a gap. So he's kind of got like, he's a unique. He's like Jennifer Garner <laughs> from 30. <the> <laughs>
1: this call makes me <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> hey dude, we're allowed to talk about I'm handsome like men, you know. I mean.
4: I'm so comfortable with my sexuality yeah. and like, like I don't like I ain't worried about that. I'm more worried about my marriage working, dude. Uh the <laughs> next call is 252-228-5098. Oh. oh yeah. Uh my name's
8: Aaron. I figured I asked this question. We um see I see we have the talent uh, on offense and I know we have the talent on defense. But do you really think that we are able to go to the playoffs? Like, what what is not high and what is not low? Just figure we ask that.
4: Anyways, keep telling us. Y'all got to tell you, I didn't even get it. What, what is he saying?
6: He's asking, what if we really think we can make the playoffs? Like, like what are our chances?
4: Oh. TK, did I, you run your simulation? Um, No, not yet. I was going to wait until we're gonna, we, gonna, yeah, we're
7: gonna We're going we're to do it before the season.
4: Oh, okay. okay. Um, playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. You know what? Is that ultimately I think this is like we're one of those teams that can be good, mediocre, or bad. Hmm. And maybe that's every team in the NFL, but there's a chance. Look, I know people say this, is that so many teams last year backed into the playoffs with like a nine and eight, you know, like record. Don't let last year dictate how this this year is going to be. There right, could right. be a chance. Like, I mean, it, it could take eleven wins to get in, you no? Know? Or it could be that eight nine win season, right? Uh, are we going to win the division? That's the first question, and that's a good question. It's not impossible, right? Is like everybody is just saying that the Bucks are going to be great. And they should win it. The Bucks should win it. I we're we're third in line right now. Okay. You know, it's Bucks, Saints, Panthers, and Panthers, and then maybe even Panthers, Falcons, even. But that doesn't mean do you remember the NFC South? How many times it flipped for so long? Mm-hmm. Like so it's possible to win the division. I don't think it's likely. We were the first
6: back to back ones, I believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll uh, be interested
1: get... that uh, ne- next week we're going to go through it again and do our, 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 our predictions. I want to do one A lot more. of
6: predictions next week, yes.
1: Yeah, we really need to do a lot so of I'll save it for next week, yeah. Next week. Um, but uh, before we go any further, CK, we've got another new member, man. And he said, just call this man by his first name.
2: Well, well, well.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Them and they, we have one new member of the C3 superfan family. Algernon, welcome into the squad, the club, the elite group of humans who have decided to support the show. Thank you so much for the support.
1: Again, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Guys, you have our promise. We're going to have more emojis on the way. Right now, there's only four. I promise emojis. you it's my mission in life nope. to get a bunch of kick-ass emojis so that way we really have a legit fan community. and people can get jealous, man, they'll say, hey, how do I get these dope-ass C3 emojis yeah. to be dropping Somebody in the chat room?
4: Uh, this was a great suggestion, a keep pounding drum.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. we have to. Good one. We, we have to.
4: That. Um, so that one's great. We've got the ice cubes. We've got the baker bottom right and what was the other one we got oh the hill yeah we Cody got the hill says,
1: die on this hill baby
4: lives and dies he lives and dies on the hill i love it so um all right let's go to, to uh the other thing is too is thinking about like the the wild card and then you just got to start thinking about what the nfc is going to look like mm-hmm. now that's actually an interesting one because the nfc north really doesn't look fantastic with the vikings Mm-hmm. Uh, the Packers, the Lions, right? The East, you got Dallas in Philly, man. Philly's good. Like, they're going to be the dogs Philly year. might be all right
6: this year. I don't know. That. Yeah,
4: I think they're going to be. That's the team, that I think, to watch out for. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, wild card is what you shoot for. And that's going to be hard. You got to win. You got to win. We got to get a five above 500. Next call. Yeah. Winning season. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, my name's Aaron. i figured
8: say I asked this question. We, um, see, I see we have talent
4: on, on offense. Bitch, and I know we one, have yeah. the talent on defense. All right, sorry.
8: Hey, hey, hey.
4: Uh
10: oh. You know who this is? Ah,
4: oh, shit. It's chocolate.
10: It's It's
1: that boy.
10: AKA the newest member of the C3 Superfan Club. Oh, okay. hey, my son. Do we trade Terrence Marshall? I've been hearing a lot. That's all I've been hearing. We should trade him. We should trade him. Um, some people say we can get a third and a fourth. I don't see how the hell that happened. No. Uh, knowing that Harry, I think his name is Harry for the Patriots, drafted a year before Marshall. Yeah. was our first-round pick. We went to the Bears' first seven, and he actually played the game well, I don't know how the hell
4: y'all expect to get a third, fourth, or fifth, nah, or even a sixth. You ain't getting shit for but, it. But that's
10: my question. I am white chocolate espresso, and I am out.
4: My bastard son. Man, we ain't getting shit for him. That's it. Like, and not even uh, a seventh. It doesn't. You know, Can't it's like this. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like having a stock. All right, so um. I have this little stock account that I put like two grand in, in 2015. And I just play it kind of like a, I wanted to play like a fantasy football, you know, like, but not like I was trying to learn and do stuff, but I didn't want it to just be like fake money entirely because then you don't play it the right way. You do ridiculous shit and you're like, Oh, and then you, it's like playing poker without money versus money. You play different ways, but, um, i tried to it was like in the back end of the trump time i was like and this this uh economy is cooking so much it's time for a retraction like and i don't care about the politics or nothing it's just like it felt like it's running so hot like it's got to pull back so i tried to bet a little on what i what i believe are recession stocks oil and gold, and this was mainly just two oil. I bought these two stupid oil companies, they weren't even really oil, it turned out to be more natural gas, it was dumb. But like I like then the economy just smoked for again <laughs> for like two more years, and these stocks just fucking lost. Mm-hmm. But you know what I did? I just kept them and idea. I didn't sell them. You know what I'm saying? It's just like this: is like, if you sell, you lose. So if we sell Terrace Marshall Jr. for a six, we lose. It's better. We have too much sunk cost in him, I think. Mm -hmm. It's like it's just better to see if he works out somehow than to try to get a seventh. Who gives a shit? Like, what is seventh? When's the last time a seventh did anything for anybody? We just cut our last seventh. You know, it's like I just want to just him to work. So I think it's just like this, is that maybe we bought his stock like I bought that oil stock and maybe it comes back or maybe it's a loss. And by the time it's a loss, then it's a loss. Does that make sense?
7: No, totally no, makes I, sense. It's I, great. I, I, yeah.
1: I, I think it's far too early to give up on Terrence Marshall Jr. Definitely. Um, yeah. Again, I know he's hurt, but I mean, some guys just need time. If it ends up being the thing, no one's going to trade for him anyway. So mm-hmm. you might as well just hold on to it. Right. Hope that it can turn out. And by the way, our luck, he's gonna go to some other team and put up like a thousand up. yards every mm-hmm. year, dude. So no, nah, I'm not really with it. Um and hey, by the way, real quick, shout out to our man Mark uh for the two dollars. He said, is anyone talking about Brady? No call, no show training camp. Uh there's been a lot around Tom Brady going around, him almost going to the uh, Raiders because of Daniel White. Gronk revealed that on a podcast of all places, uh, on a watch along that the UFC was doing, and they were tampering. I mean, he was gonna be, uh, he was gonna be, uh, what's that show, that show? uh, the mass uh, singer, yeah, or whatever the hell yeah. it is. Yeah, a, a lot of people were rumored about that. I don't know, man. I think, uh, the They don't need to worry about Tom Brady. They need to worry about the offensive linemen yep. that are going to protect him because they continue to have problems on that old line. Uh, Joey
4: said, Joey the Blind Panther said, I wish they had a way you could play NFL teams like the stock market. There actually is, and they've tried to do some advertisement with us, but the – and when I say advertisement, partnership, like in – like the affiliates, it's a hard road to hoe if you're just like trying to get people. But you can, like, you buy players and their stock goes up and stock goes down. I just don't know how popular it's ultimately going to be. Like, I don't, like, I'm not going to endorse a product. I'm going to I won't say I won't. I me. look, I'm a fucking hoe. I will endorse products if I, if you want to <laughs> money. We didn't know but you. Like, I didn't, like, for no, for very, for pennies and for something I don't love. Like, didn't think was fantastic um and i I didn't i mean i was like i just don't think it would be wildly popular i didn't want to devote too much but it's called symbol s-i-m-b-u-l-l so you can go check that out and you can like buy players and sell players and teams and stuff like that when they're so you buy like basically if you would have bought the Bengals last year before and then you sell them this year but people always got to be playing too so i don't know i don't know how i would be interested to see if it works they they've been doing some marketing and stuff around all right next go
11: yeah, me c-dog i was calling in C-Dawg? man long just got home from work but uh real quick man make sure when you come in here make sure you hit the like button make sure you subscribe my man uh and with that being said uh it's a tuesday a lovely tuesday as always The boys are doing a great show as always like on tuesday but real quick man you know i'm gonna say what i've been saying you know a real quick shout out to goddamn g Davy, g Davy the motherfucking goat you know what i'm saying but real quick man i don't see us winning 10 games my look we're not gonna win nothing but what we've been winning with the five games that which is matt rule average you know what i'm saying but I'm just ready to go ahead and get this shit started, so everybody can come back to most reality. You know what I'm saying? Week yeah. one, week one against the Cleveland Browns. I predict that Miles Garrett would get mm, three sacks, a forced fumble. I mean, who knows? You know, I'm pretty sure he he would love to hit Baker Mayfield and the other players in that defense. You know, but uh, if we can't stop the run, week one, it would be a long day. If you cannot block, if our offensive linemen don't come to play, it would be a long day. But I'm just happy, man. We should go ahead and get started in week one after the Browns come to Charlotte and bring us back down to reality. I want to hear what everybody has to say there. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't wait to see Skip Bayless on not got them undisputed when Baker Mayfield falls on his fucking face. Cause nobody talks about Baker Mayfield except motherfucking Skip Bayless. Everybody else said they don't even see us making the playoffs with him. You know. But so it is what it is. I'm just ready to get the year over with. See who the new coach is gonna be next season and maybe get another quarterback. Who knows? You know. With that being said, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even cuss this time, you know. I know. You know, if don't got them hit the like button or subscribe. But great show He's as always. C three podcast. Keep doing good shit, and everybody have a great fucking night. Keep fucking pounding.
1: (laughs) there we go. There we go. Yeah, now it's a C-Dog call. Look, Uh, man, we don't – listen, here at the C3 Podcast, we do not stifle or depress any positions that you might have. You can be super optimistic about this season, or you can feel like this is a flaming dumpster rolling down a hill made of turds. And you're allowed to think that too, man. A lot of people think that we're doomed with Matt Rule as our head coach and with Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to shut people like C-Dog or G-Baby or even my ass, if you're going to shut us up, the Panthers really need to do something this year. Mm -hmm. It's not because we don't love our team. It's because we want the best for our team and we're tired of this year after year, mediocrity bullshit, and even less than mediocre. We need something better, and it needs to happen now.
6: I, I will say, okay, just because you brought up Skip Bayless in this, and I love that show, look, like, the point of that show is, one is heart and one is head. Okay? So you can, you can, I I, I hate the way Skip Bayless debates sometimes, and I hate a lot of things he says, and he is wrong sometimes. But sometimes. if you really want to go back and look at things, just if you like that show, look at the Mountain Dew bets and stack those up. And then tell me Skip Bayless is wrong most of the time. Because most of the time when he bets on something, he's right. I'm just saying that show is heart versus head and it's meant to be entertainment. You know, one person oh, saying yeah. what you want to hear and one person saying what might be the reality of it. So I don't know,
4: man. Skip is It lot. can be outlandish sometimes, but I'm, I'm just saying it makes Colin uh, Cowherd feel like. Sunday lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Colin Cowherd. So uh Skip Bayless is Sea Dog cursing and Colin Cowherd is Sea Dog not Cursing.
7: Okay. <laughs> yes.
4: I don't funny. know. Like I I don't know. It's like uh I don't like Skip man. I mean I don't know. Like, don't be wrong, I don't, don't him, like he just says I'm shit. always on Shannon's side, yeah. You know who I actually like who maybe i said i won't say like uh there's two of them and they both used to work together for a minute and they already got they got in a fight in the first month of the money Jason whitlock and then the guy who used yes to uh, oh, uh marcelos wiley no outkick the coverage guy now he's like uh he's a former lawyer travis? Clay, yeah, oh. clay travis yeah clay travis like those, I, I like. I mean, Clay Travis is a dude that he makes a lot of people mad. Jason Whitlock makes everybody mad, but I he's actually stupid. What a, a brilliant writer! Such a yes. good writer, but he will fucking make you.
1: After like 2016
4: just, and 17, like, on the Kid now and shit. Just, just like, come on!
1: After 2016 like, and 17, I just stopped watching any of those shows. It's the last time anybody watched man. ESPN. Like undisputed like, first tape. Like, fox. No, 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 no. Yeah. Honestly, you know how I see most of them. They pop up on my YouTube. Like channels will take clips of shit that they say and they'll post them on YouTube. I'll check them out there sometime, but I rarely ever go and listen to. Them. I honestly, that's what they're, they're
4: fox. less than five minutes of. Skip Bayless since he went, to the, Fo- went the fox. That's how long it's been. Right. Like dumb, I, I, mean, pizza I not reaction. remember the last time. Like I just don't get my. Those are the people that I. And it's not even me just hating. Like like I just choose to get different shit. I get that. You no, know, like I get my shit on the like this. Like, yeah. I watch, like I listen to podcasts. I watch, watch shows. Like I, like for me, I would spend my time watching Pat McAfee before I watch that.
1: You oh, know, for like, sure. I mean, can I say
4: that's like the best one to me? I'll
6: I'll be vulnerable here. I've never listened to a Pat McAfee show. Really? Oh, wow. Not one time.
1: Oh, uh, dude, it's so easy yeah, too. It's football. not. It's not... Oh,
6: I know it's easy. I, I just never have not one time. And, 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 and there's just a not bunch of goofballs like cussing, and it's all, all
1: football. About yeah, that's the
4: other thing that's cool about it is it's yeah. like ninety eight percent football with a spread. They're like, we have to not be just football. So now we're gonna do wrestling. Well, I mean, now Pat McAfee is like a super wrest like he's yeah. in that shit. But it's like uh, I do like football-heavy shows. Yeah, you know, like I don't want to talk about basketball. Oh, dude! I,
1: anytime I hear them talking about the NBA, fucking, I'm see, out, bro. I love the NBA,
6: so that's why that show works for me so well. It's either NBA or or football, right? See, I, and, my
1: you know, sports need no. violence. It, 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 it needs football, or I need two men the oh, shit out of each other. Think, uh, before Yachty. we go to
4: the next call, what about that fight, dude? I didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. Oh, so they, I heard my, my boy was telling me that the dude was just working him and owning him, and then he got caught. He was catching his kicks, he was doing everything, and he just went low, and that kick went high. And night, night,
1: Kamara Usman. He was about. He was breaking a bunch of records at welterweight. Was handily beating a guy named Leon Edwards from the UK. I mean, he was winning hands down. He was on route to a unanimous decision victory. And then the final round, uh, Leon Edwards throws a left high kick. Boom! Connects right to the head, puts him in unconscious, brand new about to weight champion. See, that's what I need in my sport. I need the threat of a man knocking the shit out of another man until his mm-hmm. consciousness flies by Saturday. You need to become a
4: hockey fan, then. Yes, yes. You
6: know yeah, something, Cody? I, I'm I'm with you
1: mission on that. Our
4: motion should be to make. Cody but here's
1: out. my thing with hockey, though. the The violence isn't the point of it. The point is to put the puck into the net. Right. Well, what's the that's the point of the NFL is to put the ball across the football. Isn't yeah, amazing? but the tackling is the main the main part, man. Look. I don't oh, know, I'm, just, I'm dude, not a big not hockey, a big hockey
4: just fan. Just as physical, if not Especially more. When, like, when they yeah.
1: fight in the middle of the ice. It's that like, dude, either fight or, or, or don't fight. You know what I'm saying? I'll either stop, be a fighter, bro. either be a professional fighter. Oh, stop. Or well, don't Cody, throw punches my- in the middle of the fucking ice. I'm ice.
6: with Algernon. Boxing is better. Boxing is great. Look, I love boxing. I love UFC. Sweet and I love I, I love those kind of sports. But here's the thing, Cody, is my problem with it is I have the same problem with soccer. Every time I take the time to watch it, what's supposed to be great, it ends up being a zero zero tie like in soccer, or it's a decision at the end. And the fight was good, right. but I want to see a damn knockout. And I never get that whenever I and maybe it's just bad timing for me. Oh, Every yeah. Every time I watch timing. something like this, I never get that. It's always a decision we need To watch some fights
1: together. So just, look, th- this year I'm gonna invite you up to my house for a pay-per-view and right. we're gonna fucking watch some fights, dude. It's all gonna right. be I, incredible. You
4: know, I just like if we just have to find a way to get to, it's kind of like me, like uh this is for NASCAR. I know this is a bad analogy because boxing and MMA are to me so much cooler. I like uh boxing. I like the sweet mm-hmm. signs. I love right. that sport. But it's like hard to know the like the background. You don't meet the people until they're just fighting. Right. Like so I don't know who is coming up and who is like that's the hard part is like getting to know the sport in the background. And you're just like watching the fight. And you're like, oh, well, this is this. Like, I don't even, I've never even heard of these undercard guys. It's a great thing. I want to watch it. But I'm like, who, like, I don't know how to, like, pick uh, someone to root for and cheer for. But I was telling somebody with, these guys were going crazy. I was at the bar one day and they were going over this NASCAR shit. And it was just like, I, how do you know if they're doing well or not? It's like, oh, look at that pit stop. Like, I mean, like, I don't know what to, like, look for to be like. I mean, because they're all just, mm, I mean, like, nobody's pet. You know, it's just like, oh, wow, man, really great move. Like, I could be like, fantastic catch in football. I don't know what to say in, yeah. in NASCAR. Yeah. It's like, great I don't pass. know. <laughs> downshifts I don't I mean, like, I can't tell. It's like, uh, I don't know. Anyway. The,
12: the
1: points is, is weird. Uh, because they uh, the, like the NASCAR uses points, yeah.
4: I think that made it cooler is because, like, if you're in the 11th spot, like, you get you didn't win the race, but you're you finished in the top 10 and 50 rate or 20 races, so that makes you a compa- like, you're always there. Yeah, like it used to be, golf. I think, like, you had to win races to win. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really give a shit about that. Well, um, it's, it's like it's, actually, it's like in football.
6: You're pushing yourself to a playoff. Basically, you're 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 playing right. for points to be the top teams, like a playoff team, and then you have a championship. It's it's similar, but it's just a point system right. instead of wins losses.
1: And by the way, just to prove to y'all how much of a diehard MMA fan I am, <clears throat> when I was in college, I got to interview Dana White, and I got to meet Joe Rogan and stuff. That's me That's and Joe the- Rogan uh uptown charlotte strike really yeah my, my, my short hair <laughs> i've got some other pictures um i have a video somewhere of uh me and I Dana start white
4: listening to joe rogan's podcast
1: oh he's my favorite you should
4: yeah i listen to i watch his shorts on youtube but uh like awesome. i like him like yeah yeah i'm with y'all all right next call
2: What's happening, C3?
4: I really do appreciate all you guys do.
2: I am really hoping that Rule will settle down and and make a decision for himself and get us some starters that will gel.
1: Bruce Buffer.
2: It's just a joke with his college antics. Really tired of it. But, you know... We'll probably have it for at least another year. Anyways, I'm really, really, really anxious to see Baker come out there with the ones on the next preseason. I am really hoping that they will uh, at least do a series. And, I mean, not show our cards, but just show that they're gelling. I'd, I'd like to see that. Um, anyways... That's really all I have to say tonight. Keep pounding. Y'all take it easy.
4: Keep pounding. Man, thank you so much for the support, man. Man, the support tonight has been incredible. Uh, and first of all, it's incredible each and every week, people being showing up. Um, but we're at like 250. And I know that, like, I mean, some other channels might do bigger numbers or whatever. But to me, man, 250 people on their Tuesday night coming here. And these are like the same people. You know, is that these people are hanging out with? Do you see how many green tags are in the chat? Yeah, I mean, that's like the chat is pumping, and people are part of it. This is y'all's show. This is y'all's show. The numbers 252 228 5098. That was the last call for the night. Oh, um, so you can continue to call in. We're gonna do uh, Cody, I'm gonna have to get Cody to get back. You better put your debate. Skills on. We got to get back at it. Uh, and then the preseason. We got a preseason game coming up this Friday again. Yeah,
1: another Friday. Uh,
4: another
1: Friday. show what I'm, I'm, hey, I'm time is it at?
4: Thing. What time is it at? So, can we same, watch? Any, th- of, like, all the same time. The Crash Greg's podcast. Uh, maybe so. I think so. Um, I might just
6: save games, the, uh, the 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 House of Dragon talk. For the end of my show every week, just in case people want to from this show want to hop on and Cody okay. want to hop on and talk about that. So, uh, dude, yeah. I
1: do, I, I am, I, I need I need some way to talk about House of the Dragon. Okay, I'm the, uh, so talk about- pumped for this show, and the first one was incredible. Yeah, it was. Why it
6: was did nobody so tell good. me about this Game of Thrones mo- like show beforehand? Goodness
1: <laughs> gracious, dude. And it's the perfect jump on point. Because if you have never seen Game of Thrones, it literally doesn't matter less. It's a prequel. It's uh, over 100 years. Quite
5: honestly, it might be a better thing that you don't. And you can watch this first and then almost have a better
4: history of the, the universe
5: of Game of Thrones.
1: Right.
4: I am binging again. So I think that the Game of Thrones love is overrated. Oh. I think
5: the
6: uh I would agree with that for the like the final season.
1: Yeah, the final three seasons for sure. They, well, they didn't have the, the books, books, they didn't then, have right? the books anymore. Yeah,
6: it caught up with the okay. books and they were okay. writing stuff themselves. Uh,
4: so I actually this is odd. I know nobody's going to believe this cuz you everybody wants to be like oh, I was first to the party. But I watched the first episode and the first season of Game of Thrones before it became like blow up. Like I like I was like oh, I'm in love with Daenerys right away. Psh, done. Know what I'm saying, and then and then I mean because that show that was the top viewed show in HBO history, I think. Oh, it's the biggest uh, show maybe uh,
1: of all time.
4: Um, -hmm. so I do I've read the first two books. I think it's up
1: there. If if it's not the first one, it's probably up
4: there. Yeah. Here's my hot take though. It's a good show, it's interesting, it's good, but I do think that they lure us in. With naked dime pieces all over, 100 oh, percent.
1: Like what HBO it, does, yes. Yeah, but
4: like, yeah, here is the thing: yeah. is like they're all 12s. Like I am like, good god. I mean, I can't. I mean, from the myth, right? What's the the red bit? The red. Oh,
1: uh, Melisandre, the red. Melisandre the red, the
4: red, the red to the the girl that becomes the next queen after. Like, I mean, it's just like. Banging shit. It's like 12, 12. There's a show. If you like that, which I do, I ain't gonna lie. I'm but I'm like, dude, is this show really that good? Or I just love how good everybody looks in it. (laughs) Um go back and watch Spartacus. Hell oh god, oh my god, Hell yes. I love that show, dude. I thought it was was badass. such a badass! It was like three hundred meets. He badass. died before the end
1: of filming that the guy that uh, played the, first the
6: guy year. Andy uh, I can't remember what was the guy who played the original yeah. uh, Spartacus did. Yeah, that's why they did the prequel. The second season was because they were waiting for him to get through his chemotherapy,
4: but he ended so up. So I one. watched that show. This was back. I mean, this is back before you streamed. Maybe I DVR'd this, it or something like, like that. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah, and uh, I thought my, my my wife and I were kind of. Like we like to watch shows together, like I think a lot of couples do. It's like we have shows we watch together, and we have shows we watch on our own. Like you need to wait for one person or what? I have watched this. I was like, you might like this. I was like, will you watch this? I've already watched the first two. Ep- will you watch? Will you watch the first episode with me. She like, I don't like this shit. And she goes, she goes, but I see why you like it. <laughs> All they do is fucking kill people. <laughs> <laughs> like, she didn't
5: like the fact like that. That I listen.
4: Oh good, dude.
5: That there good is book. nothing that'll make yeah. you more insecure as a man than watching Spartacus though. Yeah. Like every single one of them, them dudes the is just acting, like dude. gods, bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> swing, it, swinging it yeah. down to the floor too. Down Lots of penis. Lots straight. of penis in Spartacus, dude. Yeah. They don't they don't mind showing you uh, uh, uh outside
7: oh, yeah. too,
4: man. But that was the thing, is like uh you know, it appeals, it caters to those base. I think Game of Thrones. I mean, just dime pieces everywhere, dude. Right.
1: But Tony, like, if you if you get past just like the initial, okay, all that shit is meant to suck you in and be, like, oh, there's tits, oh, they're hot, a oh, there's good. dragons, a oh. Story. But once you once you stay and like once you I actually have, I'm continue, i am watching it. i I'm, I'm re it. It's 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 absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. And George R. R. Martin, the the author behind the books, that's my favorite author. That guy is an absolute fantasy genius. The world that just created, like, I'm one of those yeah. dudes. I'm a book nerd. Mm-hmm. I've read all the books more than once. I've got the Fire and Blood book that the new show is based on. I've got the World of Ice and Fire book, dude. I'm in. You know, like this. I love this shit. It's incredible. Do you know why you're a cool? Awesome.
6: Do you know why you're a cool nerd? Cody, because you just associated tits and dragons in the same sentence and about how cool it was, and they excite you. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, dude. I was like, okay, that, that's my guy right there.
1: I, I mean, that is the best endorsement. That is the best, dragon, endor- I, is the love best love end- I will suck it. Dude, the best endorsement for Game of Thrones is, yeah, tits and dragons. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, tits and dragons. Good.
4: I mean, it's a good story. It's not the great. And do you remember when we did debate on my take for the worst villain? Yeah. Do you remember, like, the worst TV villain and some of the options were um, the, who's the kid, the fucking Freddy
1: Joffrey. ass. Joffrey what
4: a bitch. I just feel like, I don't think he can be the worst person when every one of us feels like we could just beat the fuck <laughs> out of him. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, I almost want to say this. It's like, you get my tongue out, motherfucker. Try it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> Up, sit down. Let this little bitch come over here and do it. But uh, the real guy, the fucking nastiest motherfucker is that dude who takes over Winterfell and uh, cuts off long Joy joyous- Ramsey
1: Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsey Bolton. Bolton's crazy. Uh, he's, That's just, uh, that,
4: He's the worst. I still think Walter White's the worst bad guy in the history of TV. But yeah.
1: Uh, I don't even can view him up. He's like an anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah.
4: He is. He's a bad guy, dude. Um, all right. So I was going to bring that up. And if I was going to say, here, other hot take about Game of Thrones. Episode nine of every season is the best.
1: Yeah. Oh, but it's by design that way.
4: It's like, That's- man, I was like, I wish this was the season finale. And then you're like, no, oh,
1: episode God. nine <laughs> every year. Is like yeah. the big shebang episode, ten. and then 10 wraps it all up.
6: By the ten. way, everyone nah,
1: needs to you. be watching House of the Dragon. Yes, everyone. you do. I'm gonna and finish checking out the reviews the
6: on first. Geek Chasing Squirrels every Friday night, 9
4: p.m. Eastern. Yeah. We gotta ice some people up, and then we'll get yeah. out of here. What do we it? got left? That's it. We've done all yeah. the topics, we've done the cat calls. Let's ice some fools up. That's it. I'm sorry, guys. I know you were like, oh, this show might end early. I was like, no, let's talk about fucking Game of Thrones for 25 minutes.
1: Dude, I'm down. When am I not down to talk about Game of Thrones and UFC? Like, like
4: I said, I started watching season one. Like I started on episode one on third, Friday morning. I'm already into, I think I just started season four. Like I've just been binging. C- like, I would have liked, uh, you know what, is uh, another thing, if I could make a couple of suggestions about the show, I would have liked more of the, t- um, who is the Daenerys, the people that she was, the horse people she was with?
1: The Dothraki.
4: I wish they would have stuck around a little longer. I like the Dothraki. Those, those motherfuckers were, ne- yeah, they're, they're badass they like Sad. make this bitch eat. He was like this. He watched her eat that whole heart. And he was like, "Oh, I want to fuck you." <laughs>
1: but I dude, know. if the final, if the final moment of the first season of Game of Thrones doesn't give you goosebumps, you don't have a soul. Like, dude, that when when she finally brings the dragons the, yeah. back into the yeah, world, it's
4: the, uh, it's the wedding party one. And that is season three, I think.
1: Yeah, that's the big mm-hmm. one that everyone is, is talking
4: Well,
6: look, I'm telling y'all, you sound like you're into this. I will save the review for um, House of the Dragon for the end of every show. Because last week, there was definitely an influx of, I could tell whenever C3 ended, the post-game show ended, <laughs> because I had a flood We're of people come into my chat room. And I was like, okay, cool. So we'll save We're that for the we your ends.
4: podcast this week. And then when you guys get done with the House of Dragon, can we request the Spartacus rewatch? I will
6: definitely do a Spartacus rewatch and review with you. Yes, I will make that a show because I haven't seen that show in years. Just season yeah, one though.
4: It holds up.
6: After it season one, up. it went to crap.
4: No, oh.
6: I, yes. it really did. Let's season stand two stand was okay, but see after that it was just ugh. the
1: one the the season where they had to recast. That's
6: so
4: what I was like, hey, I just lost yeah. it No, it was straight, dude. I thought they pulled nah. it off.
6: Nah, I, I didn't like.
4: Lo- I, I fell off. will argue
1: the it on your stuff. All definitely, right. Um,
4: all right. Let's ice some people up, Cody.
1: Yep. Is that time.
0: Ice up, son. Ice
4: up. It's the longest running segment on the longest running podcast, Panthers podcast. Think about that. The longest running segment on the longest running Panthers podcast, which is literally the longest podcast that could possibly be of Panthers podcast. We are two and a half hours in and we just getting started. You want to talk about, (laughs) all right. No, the ice up, segment uh, ice up toughen up get it together uh, it's our homage to steve smith um, who has been doing pre games he actually called sam Darnold a librarian in this last uh game he said we need baker mayfield sam Darnold's the librarian he puts you to sleep uh this is our homage to the the master of shit talkers. he is the for your uh um, game of thrones he's a maester of shit talking, he's got rings for days when it comes to <laughs> shit talking, and that is Steve Smith. He's always told it true, tells you what's on our on his heart, and that's what the ice up segment is about. It's where we can delve into any topic: football, life, politics, personal. General, ridiculous. We can ice up anybody we want, including 12 year old kids in Oklahoma who you've never met, which I have done on this podcast. So, you know what? Everybody's fair game. The ice up segment is where we tell someone to toughen up, to ice up, son, to get it together. Who would like to go first?
1: So, I'll go first because mine's kind of short and sweet. Before we go, to anyone who thinks that we were just doing nerd talk right there, If you're a football fan and you love football, how are you not a nerd? You're nerding out over football. What's the difference between nerding out over a show and nerding out over sports? I mean, come on, dude. We're all nerds here. Whether you want to admit you are or not, everyone here is a big-ass nerd. But you want to know what the dumbest thing that you can actually do is? Uh, It's not being a nerd. It's not... Not watching the C3 Panthers podcast, although that is pretty stupid. But nope, nope. don't fall asleep with the job, dude. <laughs>
4: oh, on the forklift, tired. Oh, that sucks. Oh!
1: Oh, oh,
4: <laughs> my oh, here it keeps going. Damn, Jeff Bezos is on the way. Holy crap. What did you hit? Like,
6: what structure did you hit? That that dude, caused
1: look, that. I let, let it play. He just dozes off. Boom. Oh. like, "Oh shit!" He's
4: so dude, Did he get if, away?
1: He, if, if he wouldn't have ran away in time, that could have been bad.
5: Oh, he, I think he, he I, might I'm be pretty up Yeah, I was like, he got hit by that stuff. Yeah. Oof.
1: Yeah. So, uh, to that gentleman, you know, maybe get some rest or something, dude. I don't know, man. He's, he's resting. My yeah, he's dressing is, at home.
4: My advice nice is up. to not fall asleep on the job, but to go to sleep on the job. So he fell asleep by accident. If he would have found a nice place to take a nap, and he went to sleep, he would have been fine. <laughs> nice up. nice up. Um. Nice all right. Who's next? Nobody. You haven't got uh, none.
6: I, I've got one. I'll go. Um. All right. So, okay, I feel like a lot of times politics is low-hanging fruit, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, um, okay, and I want to first establish, because there was some talk about this in the chat room earlier. I think Locke's main or, uh, was who was, was talking about this. The free Brittany Greener or Griner stuff, like, I am completely for her being free. So let's not get confused about what I'm icing up here. I'm completely for this. What I'm icing up is the vice president, okay, who makes continuous efforts to get her out, which I believe is correct, but doesn't do that for other people, okay? Because there are other people who have been in the exact same situation who there has been no fighting for. Not to mention you're a vice president who, whenever you were in California, prosecuted almost 2,000 people for possession of marijuana. And have admitted that you smoked and laughed about it. So you're as hypocritical as you can possibly be. And I can't stand seeing this in politics. Instead of trying to free somebody from another country who broke their laws in another country, why don't you work on freeing people in America for the exact same thing you put them away for? So, to the vice president, ice up.
4: Okay, nicely done. Way to really bring that around back home. CK, you got anything for us?
6: Mine's going to be basically...
5: I. uh got into a little uh, Twitter dispute with somebody and it was uh, you guys know, I'm not one that normally gets in disputes on Twitter about uh, stuff like this, but I was, uh, you know, very logical in my approach. I don't have the screenshots, but basically um, I was argue, I'd made the statement that it felt as though Matt Corral's progress was hindered by the lack of focus in in training camp and and in, in the preseason with giving him real true reps with, with quality you know, quality teammates and somebody wanted to argue that we weren't, we weren't making that same argument for Will Greer. And then he said, go ahead and show me. And I said, I, I, you know, we, I was saying Will Greer got better, better reps than uh, Matt Corral did in his rookie uh, in his rookie camp. And he said, show me the proof of that. Good. Go ahead. I'll wait. So here's my ice up. If you're somebody who wants to throw out the go ahead, I'll wait in an effort to try to make somebody look like they're dumb. Do a quick Google search because I literally found it in 0.2 seconds and was able to screen share the the results and the article that showed Will Greer got and on July 25th of 2018 when he was drafted, so early in training camp, he got second team reps uh in front of uh in front of uh, Kyle Allen and uh, Taylor Heineke. Now, there was a battle for the backup, but he was in the middle of that battle. He wasn't listed as the third string the entire time. He got an opportunity. Um, and so if you want to be somebody who wants to throw out those uh, those demeaning and, and very, very clearly uh, in an attempt to try to make yourself look like you're the winner of that argument, just do a quick Google search before you do that.
4: Have you ever heard, I said, uh, have you ever heard of the website? Let me Google that for you. Uh, just go It's like uh, it's called uh, LMGTFY. like, uh, let me Google that for you.com. It's awesome. And what it does is like you go to it and then it pulls up the screen and you type in whatever your Google search is. And it gives you this link and you can send it to somebody and when you sit and they click the link, it go, it just pulls up Google and it goes, it shows somebody typing in whatever that was. <laughs> so it's like what teach as teachers, we don't send this to, we can't send it to students, you know, like we, can't, I mean, that would be just like. We get in trouble, but like people will write you, like they'll send you an email, and they'll send this, and it's like literally like the easiest. So, uh, and it's called Let Me Google That For You <laughs> <laughs> and it is the best. Uh, let Me Google That For you.com. dot com. My ISEP uh, pick goes to, and this one, I mean, I feel like. I don't have a good one. I I feel like I'm letting Dan down. He said, "Did you die or not?" I'm waiting for Don, Tony's. Did you die or not? Uh, uh pick tonight because I I do. I get a chuckle out of those almost dying ones, and that's messed up. But this one goes out to this guy. Um. This guy, and I mean, I, I I'm assuming it's his son. had a Browns preseason game, and they hold up these signs. They brought these signs, and I'm a I like bringing signs to games. I bring I like. I'll make a sign. I love creativity. You know, um, one of the best ones I got on the well, we kind of almost got on the jumbotron. Everybody else that was with my party, except for me, actually wearing the fucking Superman cape, didn't get on the jumbotron. But we have one which was, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's super cam. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff like, I mean, like those types of things. Like, I love those things. And you, you got to put the logo. This one, first of all, you ain't going to get on TV with this one, right? Because you got a profanity in it. You got to put the affiliate in it too. You want to get on the television. It's got to have like Fox or A or CBS in it somewhere. But this guy... The sign you're at this Browns preseason game and this two him and this like seven year old kid beside him and right these signs and it's, it's fuck them hoes free Watson, wow. And what I'm not icing up first of all I will say fuck them hoes in a second I've said that shit plenty of times in my life so I'm not like icing up like vulgarity and pr- but one is this is and I've cursed in front of my kids plenty. Yeah, so I don't want to just like act like I am mighty at this, but this is like teaching that to this child. Mm. But really, what this is teaching more than anything, and what I think is what I'm icing up is that this dad is part of this culture of look at me. He's if he's the dude who eats the Tide Pod. Mm. You know, it's like I wanna go, I wanna be viral. So let me eat this and die. Just so I can get somebody to pay attention. So fuck you, you stupid ass hoe. That's what I'm gonna say. I sup hoe. That's it. <laughs> uh my somebody said mom probably that sons, quit talking about your mom like that. <laughs> um all right. Uh Cody, we gotta do it because look, we make fun, we made fun of Trump for a long time. And people be like, Oh, we don't like politics. But the Joe Biden, <laughs> we
6: make the fun Joe of stupid Biden.
4: politics. That's what
6: it is.
1: At this point, yeah. if you if you have seen us ice up any politician, it's never for politics. Like <laughs> no matter where you fall on the line, oh, we make fun of everyone when they need to be made fun of. I was gonna make this moved. my ice up uh, a few weeks ago. It's kind of old now.
4: I know. Uh, it's been a while. I mean, I was late to the party on this one. I saw it like last week maybe. I saw it last week too. I did, I was like, what in the world did he just say? I know. It's like, how did this not <laughs> be bigger? Almost so like they the, control they, social media, huh? So he was.
1: Uh, so oh, Joe, Joe Biden, Biden just, was talking about crime and things of that nature uh, on Vice and uh, this is what but, ended up happening.
4: They even censored it right now. I won't play. Oh,
1: am I even playing? What the hell? Hold on. Let me refresh.
4: I mean, this shit is crazy. I mean, y'all I know I'm a conspiracy. It almost yeah. makes like the him shaking nobody's hand look not <laughs> not <laughs> that, walking away. The
6: Easter Bunny thing was the thing that got me the most. I think I'll always remember <laughs> the Easter Bunny thing. You know? <laughs>
4: It is. Yeah. The, the handshake to nobody. I'm with Dan. This shit was funny. The other one was when he just like walked randomly into the garden. and Just like, away. And <laughs> and you know what? I made fun of George Bush. I used to, in graduate school, I used to watch George Bush, but like YouTube had just gotten invented and I would watch like George Bush blunder clips just when I had a bad day. Like, because they just made me feel good. Uh, I would take George Bush back in a moment compared to having you him out
1: of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony.
4: You play it. We didn't hear at the beginning.
1: Yeah, but what's your You only arrest for the purpose, purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. They're like... Uh... But well, they don't even know. How to <laughs> have, they don't even no, know. I think,
4: Joe, I think Uncle Joe had a DUI back in the day.
1: But he literally said, "I don't view DUI as a felony."
4: I know because he's so either
1: he one. meant that, or this man has a hard time knowing what is that all the time. You know what I'm saying?
5: I mean, I uh, think that's the that, two. Both can be true. Just like Matt Corral true. could be a
1: bus <laughs> and Matt Rules. <laughs> 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 hey, no, truth sets us free. So he, this is correct. We shouldn't make fun of them so uh, into the
4: challenge. Uh, in the immortal God. words of George Bush, fish and humans can coexist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we
7: can.
4: Yes, we can, George. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, 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 the best one, the best George Bush one was when he was at the uh, OBGYN convention. He said, and all y'all female doctors out there Spreading your love, (laughs) they have people that write for them, don't they?
6: I mean, like, I want to be one Uh, of those people. This job seems
4: easy, man. He meant good, dude. He meant good. He just didn't. He's like me, he's like me. Like, we mix our words up sometimes. (laughs) Like, I mean, we aren't trying to be idiots, but like, fool me once.
1: Uh,
4: Yeah, shame on you, fool me. A fool man can't get fooled again.
1: you think there will ever be another day where our president just isn't an embarrassment, regardless of whether they're Republican or Democrat? Are we ever going to get a guy that yeah, isn't? A-
6: it, no. it depends on your yeah. definition of embarrassment. If by embarrassment you mean funny memes on social media and says stupid stuff, yes. But if by embarrassment you mean drives the country into the ground, it's two different things. So uh, it kind of depends on your definition sure of embarrassment, embarrassment. there. Because there are a lot of things I don't agree with, but in results don't lie
4: so
1: yeah. i mean, they're all two they're all two sides of the same coin Right. but what do i know dude um i think that's it we're done right uh
4: now. man incredible dude uh just want to do this shout out to all the people that gave us their time tonight um we had over, over
1: 20 over 20 new members we got
4: 22 22 members that's tonight That's incredible tonight. fantastic that incredible. we love you all uh, man We had over 250 people watching. We got lots of people in the chat. Uh, It's an incredible, incredible ride. And it's only going to get better as we actually get football to talk about. So uh, thank you for your support. My name is Tony Dunn. You can follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. You can email me at carolinacatchronicles at gmail.com. Find the podcast, leave a review, tell a friend, share a friend, whatever the Pat McAfee saying is, right? Uh, Be a friend, tell a friend, that type of thing. That's how we grow, man. One person at a time, one sub at a time. Thank you very much. And, look, uh, thank you to my brothers on the show. Appreciate it. Cody Lack, how can I get after you?
1: Yeah, find me on Twitter at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y, L-A-C. You know, I'll be uh, shouting about something. Probably fighting with people that are mad at me for saying how bad of a coach Matt Rule is or something crazy. But hit me up on Twitter. Follow me. Um, I'm still the Panthers uh, analyst at DraftTech.com. That's every month. You can check that out. And uh, guys, I'm telling you, man, me, Tony, CK, Greg, we're working on some cool shit, y'all. We are going to take this show to the next level, and we're going to continue to do it with you guys providing the boost, providing the gasoline, the energy for us to do what we do. You know we love you guys. Appreciate
4: you. All right, uh, Greg, how can I get after you? Uh, you
6: can check me out at the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter. It's my personal handle. I've also uh, got another podcast. It is Geeks Chasing Squirrels Across the Multiverse. We go live 9 p.m. 9 p.m. every Friday, sometimes Saturdays, depending on life, um, on YouTube. And then you can find any audio catcher or any podcast catcher you choose. We're on all of them. Right now we're talking about She-Hulk, House of the Dragon, and The Last Half of Sandman. And then Sunday, all me and my co-host are getting together because I'm fortunate enough to be in the vicinity of them. Uh, and we are going to watch Rogue One in preparation for Andor. So we may do a live show together in the same studio for the first time ever oh, this Sunday. a review of uh, Rogue One. And then uh, Andor's coming up soon, but we cover everything. And uh, Tony, Spartacus, let's do it.
4: I'm down. I'm ready. I'm ready. CK. I'm ready.
5: Uh, you can find me on the uh, Twitters, on the uh, TikTok, the Facebook gaming, uh, things like that. Uh, at Code Allen, and uh, obviously here on the show, we got some big stuff, as Cody alluded to, um, potentially some new sponsors to talk oh, about come shit. September, so uh, be on the lookout for that, and uh, guys, your support's gonna be helpful with those uh, sponsors, just, you know, if there's, uh, if they're, you know, once we get them up here, we'll talk more about it, but uh, they're good products, and they're things that we uh, we really are gonna be able to stand behind and believe in, so...
4: Oh, fantastic shit. stuff! All right, Cody, take this out of here,
1: my buddy. C three Panther Nation. Until next time, keep pounding.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you.